0: This episode is brought to you by Economy Fence. Looking for a beautiful, lasting way to increase your family's privacy and security and add value to your property? Visit economyfence.com to see which style of fence is right for you or visit one of our convenient showroom locations, Economy Fence Center. We truly are the fencing professionals.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Game Chat Podcast. It is Thursday, July 8th uh 6 p.m pacific time we're recording this The nba finals game two is just about to start kind of weird because after this segment you're going to hear um myself shane and stewart's reaction to game two because that'll be over and this episode will be out on friday but to start this episode it is myself matthew brandon and eli i almost said miriam because it's Miriam's name is on Eli's Zoom thing. <laughs> so it's throwing me off over there cuz I'm just reading the Zoom thing. But we are going guessing. to be we are going to be doing over under on the NFL win totals this season. So we have um, we've been posting on our on our Instagram story a little bit. Eli, where can you find our Instagram actually?
2: Wow, I, I almost forgot, but uh gamechat.podcast <laughs>
1: Wow, it's been a while since we've done that. Um, Yeah, so we've been doing the over-unders on there for a little while. Um, We are going to go through every team and the win total that was provided by, I believe, VegasInsider.com. And we're going to say if they are going to go over that projected win total or under that projected win total. And then, like I said, later, we're going to recap kind of the NBA finals with the NBA guys. And we are each... With the NBA guys going to do our top 20 NBA players. So that's going to be that segment. And this is our last episode until August, which is kind of crazy. So it's going to be a little bit of a longer one. And you can listen to this one really anytime because it's just going to be kind of an NFL preview thing. <laughs> Brandon's using emojis on his Zoom because <laughs> he's eating. Brandon and Eli are eating. This is really this is great sight to see. We're making it work, everybody. We're making it work. We're making our schedules work. It's kind of crazy over here. Um yeah, so last episode until August. We've got then then football will be in full swing, fantasy football, everything. It's gonna be great. Um, all right, let's get into it. Do we have anything else? Any news we want to talk about? Anything? Anything?
2: Um, Anyone? I don't really have a Soccer Talk with Eli segment, but I just want to say that the the Euro 2020 final is set. It's Italy versus England.
1: It's coming home. <laughs>
2: it's coming it home. is. <laughs> well, maybe. It's coming home to one of those countries. I will That's say I I'm pretty sure it, Italy is on – they didn't even qualify for the last World Cup, and now they're on like a really long – like I don't know if it's a winning streak or just an unbeaten streak, but they're pretty hot right now, so – I think I think I'm picking Italy to take home.
1: Okay, I was watching the um, England Denmark game and they went into PKs, which there should always like they should have to go into PKs. Um, they shouldn't there shouldn't be this overtime thing. Like it should just go right to PKs in my opinion because I think that's electric. But did you see the guy the way that they scored? I didn't know this was a thing. He just hit it and it bounced off the goalie's hand and then it's a live ball. So then he just scores off the rebound. That's so dumb. What? So the goalie saves it, makes this incredible, like, diving save, and it bounces off his hand, and the guy's just like, oh, I just kicked it in. <laughs> I was
2: like, what? And like, I, we were like, what was a that- save? And then he just kicks it in. I was like, what? Was that – was it a PK shootout, or was that just a penalty kick in, the, in extra time? It might have been in extra time. Because I think – I looked – I watched part of the game, yeah, and then I had to leave, time. and so I wasn't able – to. Yeah, and so in, in a shootout if a, if the keeper saves it it's over, but yeah, in, uh, in normal time or it's like if in the run of play I guess you could say then yeah, which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, well still. Um, wait, uh, so that's is that Sunday? I
2: have to double check. I think so, it's in a couple of days. They give okay. me a couple of days.
1: Well, we have the um, I've kind of I think I was talking to Eli about this. I think we're going to try to watch McGregor and Poirier Poirier 3. On Saturday, and then uh, yeah, Sunday's the Euro final and Game Three of the NBA Finals. So kind of a busy sports weekend um, before it really gets dead for the rest of the month, besides an occasional finals game and just baseball. Um All right, let's get into it because I think this could kind of take a while. I don't know how in depth we'll go over it, but yeah, let's yeah, start. What was going what say?
0: Nikhil for a trade? Oh yeah,
1: Nikhil. A- how, how does he think he can ask for a trade? Pretty trash. <clears throat> yeah. He's like, okay, I was a former first round pick. Now I get to ask for trades. Like, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Does every player get to ask for a trade now if they suck? Like,
3: I don't
1: know. Yeah. I'm playing oh, bad. My- yeah. It's the team's fault. I thought that was weird. But yeah, you're, yeah. He asked for trade. I don't know what, what they're going to get back for him. Someone said a fifth rounder is what they
0: valued or though, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised if a team would do that, honestly. Because he was kind of a borderline first rounder to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. If I remember mm-hmm. right, yeah.
0: And then and the news came out from Mike Reese that he probably wasn't going to make the 53-man roster or he, he wasn't a guarantee and that he was looking on the outside in. And so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Starting the AFC North. Uh, we are going to go with the Start with the Baltimore Ravens. They are 11 wins, is their total. Um, who wants to start on this one? Over, under 11 wins for the Ravens. Let's go with Eli.
2: Oh, I'm going to say, let's see, 17 games. So that means 11 and six. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I, but not too much under. I think they'll still be decent. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't think super duper highly of Lamar, but he is good. They do. They have like a system going on. I don't know. Like they're they're always solid, but I just think, especially in their division, uh, they have some. You know, they have the Browns on the rise, and the Steelers are solid, and so I don't know. I'm gonna be tough, but yeah, I'm saying under.
1: I'm going to go with over. Um, I've kind of been on this, like, I think Lamar is a great regular season player for a while. And, yeah, I don't know, Even Eli, Eli, when you said that, 11-6, for some reason six losses just seems like a lot to me. I think 12-5 and and is definitely reasonable for the Ravens to go. Um, and I think they tried to improve their passing game a little bit. So, I'm going to go with over.
3: Yeah, I can't remember your uh... – Giannis equals Lamar, Ravens equals Bucks comparison. And with that alone, I'm going to kill Ravens at uh, 12 wins, just enough to get over it. But yeah, I'm right with you. I think their offense, they got some more weapons to them. I think they're going to be a little more well-rounded this year offensively, but it's tough. I mean, I think the Steelers might have a little bit of regression that will help them be, you know, move up, but the Browns are going to be really tough, and the Bengals are going to be way more competitive, we think, so that's going to be really tough for them, but I, I think that they have the right recipe to get, you know, 12 and 5.
0: To go along with your points, I'm going to say over as well. Um, when I went through the schedule, I kind of had them beating the Steelers twice. Um, I had them beating the, um, I had them splitting with the Browns and then beating the Bengals twice, so I think that alone should be able
1: to get them to 12, at least 12 wins. So I had them over as well. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm looking at our poll that we put up on the Instagram, 36% over, 64% under. So our audience is largely on the under. We also, side note, had a lot of people vote on these polls. Like, usually we have only, like, 30 to 50. These were all, like, 70-plus people voting on the story, which is a lot. Like, that's, that's really good interaction. Um, so thank you guys for voting on these Uh, Same with those player comparisons that we did for the NBA. Um, A lot of good stuff. Browns, I am smashing the over on nine and a half on the Browns. I think, are we all nodding in agreement on this one? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I thought nine and a half was super low. Our audience agreed. I'm looking at it right now. Browns is also another one that I posted. 82% said over. Um, Yeah, I was, I was, shocked this one was that low especially with like i feel like the browns are just a hype team like someone that's something that the public gets hyped about so i was pretty surprised to see nine and a half as this line
0: yeah they went from hype to down the dumps and now we're back to hype and the fact that yeah it was only nine and a half i think it's an easy over I, I thought this was the easiest over in the nfl to be honest
1: yeah i'm right there with you so my question to you guys is even odds for the ravens and the browns to win the division, if it's a pick who are you taking? Who do you feel more confident in the Ravens or the Browns to win this division? Cause I think we can all agree that it's between these two teams this year. I think the Steelers, like there's a chance, like less than 10% I'd give them. So it's largely between the Ravens and the Browns. If it's even odds, who are you guys taking?
2: Hmm. If they like t- looking at the end of last season, I would take the Browns just because they were on they were on such a such a rise like such a climb and the ravens the ravens weren't really on a decline but um i just the browns were super hot at the end of the season and if they if they kept that going somehow like if they if they sort of piggyback off of that and have a great season uh i think i would take the browns um but you know a lot of that was you know like squeaking into the playoffs is you know pretty exciting and then almost beating the chiefs like I think there is a lot of hype, and so I think they'll be good, but I, I do think if the Browns win it, it'll be really close. But, yeah, I don't know. If it's a pick them I'm going to say the Browns just because I want to I see them win it.
3: I think I'm going to go with the Browns. I really like their additions to their defense they made with John Johnson. They drafted Greg Newsome they made a lot of really kind of low-key good moves on the defensive end. And I think that's going to be enough to really be better than the Ravens defensively. I think, I mean, the Ravens, when they were really good two or three years ago, that defense played really well um, mm-hmm. until the playoffs with, you know, Derrick Henry running all over them. But I, yeah, I mean, it's going to be really tough though. I, I think the Browns, might be due for a little regression at times. I think I it's really hard for me to believe that they're from where they are, they're gonna be continuing to be as good as we expect them to be. Especially if you know uh Landry and Odell are kind of the main focal point of that offense and it isn't as much Chubb and uh Kareem Hunt. But that's really tough. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns though barely.
0: I'm going to go with the Browns as well. Um, I, I'm scared to see what Odell does with this offense. I mean, we've seen in the past, he just comes in and, and he demands the ball, and it's not what this offense wants to do. They want to run the ball. Um, but the way I looked at this was the difference in the off seasons between the Browns and the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens have lost people, and then the Browns have signed Clowney, and then they signed all those secondary guys. And I, I truly believe that they're probably going to have the top three defense this year. I mean, they just have too many studs on the defense side of the ball to not be – I mean, amazing this year. So, um, I got Browns winning this one.
1: I'll say the Ravens. I I want the Browns. Like I will be rooting for the Browns. But I think at least in the regular season, um, like Lamar had a not so great season last year, and I think he's going to be somewhere in between his MVP year and where he was last year. And so I think he'll imp- like they're going to improve on that. I don't know. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say the Ravens. Um, but I think it's gonna be close. It's gonna be fun to watch these two teams play down the stretch. Um, Steelers, I'm going to take the under eight and a half. I think this is like a pretty easy one because I don't think the Steelers are going to be great, but I, I have them probably right around seven to eight wins. So I think that's why the eight and a half makes this an easy one for me um, to go with under for the Steelers because I have them like I was like looking at their schedule and I was like seven or eight is right around where it is. So eight and a half to me makes sense to go with the under.
2: I was kind of doing the same thing, like sort of that seven to eight ish range. I honestly, I would, I'm going to take the over, but at like nine, like just, just ever so slightly. Like I feel like they'll be, I feel like their defense, uh, maybe not defense alone, but their defense is solid enough, I think, to keep them, like keep them on a winning record. Um, so, but just, the bare minimum like nine and eight I think is the best they're going to do so I'd take like I think I'm taking the over but just just barely
0: I think I'm with Eli um going through their schedule uh, it was tough I mean the fact it was eight and a half I had them at eight wins but I could definitely see them I mean they they got they got talent so I could definitely see them squeezing out one more I think I'm gonna go with the over but right around that nine win range
3: yeah I think I'll go under at eight I I not to repeat what you guys said I really think that they're a team that they're good enough to be right there but they're just not good enough to be any better than nine right. but they're not bad enough to be worse than seven so it's really it's kind of they're right in that range
1: I think Tomlin's the the reason I have hesitation with going at the under like he just doesn't lose you know it's like that doesn't have a losing seasons but that, I'm going to go with the under, but I'm hesitant because I just, yeah, I don't see Tom Tomlin losing a ton of games. Um, the Bengals, six and a half. This is a tough one. I, I really wanted to go over, but seven to me is kind of a lot of wins for this team. So I'm going to go under. I don't know how if like, I don't know if Joe's going to be 100% at the beginning of the year. I don't know. I don't like seven to me is a lot of wins. I don't know. I'm going to go with under. It's close though.
0: Yeah, they're Someone's out always, of division.
3: Right? Sorry, you go. No,
0: you're good. Under as well. I'm with
3: Jack. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean they're they're out of division. Schedule is not amazing. Like I really think that they can. They'll probably beat the Lions, beat the Jets. Probably can beat the Raiders, but I mean besides that, there's a lot of games that I don't think they can win. I think mm-hmm. Burrow and that offense can do whatever they you know can, but. The defense still isn't very good. They're in a tough division, very tough division. And, yeah, I don't think – seven's a lot. And I think they're probably right around five. And they're they're competitive in a lot yeah. of the games. And they show a lot of promise. But there's still a lot of holes in that team. And so, yeah, yeah. I think under as well.
2: I can see them playing – not playing. I can see them sort of having a season like the Chargers where – they, their offense has a lot of potential to be just super electric. And I think, I think they'll have a lot of, like, pretty close games. And so I think I'm going to take the under as well. But I think it'll be one of those where, like, you know, they'll only get, like, five wins. But you're like, that five wins, like, could have been eight wins if they would have just, you know, made those conversions or whatever. I don't know. I think, yeah, their defense isn't that great, but their offense – you know, if Burrow can stay healthy and Mixon as well can stay healthy, you know, they've got good receivers. And, um, so yeah, <clears throat> I think I'm taking the over, but just, just, bear- or sorry, sorry, sorry. Under, but just barely.
1: I like that. You know, I like the chargers comparison. I was going to say Cowboys, but I think chargers makes more sense. Honestly, like yeah. team, they're probably going to go in next season being like, we have, we have something.
2: Yeah. I was thinking Cowboys too, but I think, um, I think the Cowboys, like, we know for sure they have a good offense. Yeah. And with the Bengals, it's like – the Bengals could have a good offense, but some games they just might not quite show up like they usually do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right,
1: AFC South. Same kind of question on these ones with the top half of this division. Um, Colts and Titans, if they have even odds to win this division, who are you guys taking?
2: Probably the Colts.
1: Small oh, one on the Coltischer. I knew Brandon was gonna say that. <laughs>
2: I think I'm gonna what go with the Titans.
1: Teams?
3: I'm gonna go with the Titans as well. I I don't know. I I think Carson Wentz is gonna have a good rebound year. I just don't know if he's really gonna take them to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The t- the Titans, depending on if they can keep that Derrick Henry train going, and then you throw in AJ Brown and Julio, but it's, it's going to be tough. They need their defense to step up. I think whatever team has the better defense is going to win it. And, you know, the Titans should be pretty decent, but the Colts have been solid, really solid these past few years. That's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I'm not, like, as high as Carson Wentz. Just, like, looking at some of his numbers from last year, and he was, like, really bad. And I want to believe that he's can change it around, like turn it around for them. But I don't know. I'm a little more skeptical than I was, and I just I like what the Titans did with Julio, and they're kind of pushing their chips in for this season. I had over for both of these teams. Titans were nine and a half. The Colts were ten. I think both of them are going to win ten or twelve games, or sorry, eleven or twelve games.
4: I agree.
2: I agree as well.
1: I think I think both of them have four easy wins against the bottom half of these divisions. Exactly right like I I kind of think Jacksonville's offense is going to be fun but I don't think they're very good yet I time. have under on them six and a half and I have under on the Texans the Texans might not win a game
2: like <laughs> four and a half generous <laughs> yeah, that's I, yeah.
1: Too. I was like whoa four and a half for the Texans like I thought three would probably be a more interesting one I don't know um yeah that's how it was for me I don't know about you guys I was over over on the Colts and tit- tit- Titans and then under, under on the Jags and Texans. I'm with that as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, me
3: too. Yeah, I mean, the Texans, the only thing they did this entire offseason is they brought in every free agent running back that was not, like, highly sought after. <laughs> yeah, that didn't get they paid anywhere else. They have four running backs. if David Johnson, Phillip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and Rex Burkhead. And I don't know who's going to block for them besides Laramie Tunzel. Like, if... It- <laughs> I don't know. They're gonna be they're gonna be fun with how bad they are. And I've i kind of feel bad for Tyrod Taylor because I I don't know. I don't Maybe know. How off again, then... I'm way under on them. I think if they win four games, they should throw a parade. Like
1: <laughs> wait, what did we say? David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark, Mark Ingram, Ingram and Rex Burkhead. Oh Burkhead. my gosh, that is comical.
3: It might be another one. I don't know. <laughs> it's really oh. comical that they brought in that many. They're, like, trying to be the cult, but they don't have any other, <laughs> like, position that's even equivalent.
1: They use their only draft pick in three rounds on Davis Mills. Uh that, again, that, that <laughs> one just, that boggles my mind how bad that draft pick is. I don't think that got enough attention. Because they, they should yeah. have the number one pick next year, and they're going to take a quarterback. Hmm. So, so why would you take one this year? Like, I... They saw Trask and Mongo go, and they're like, oh, we got to get him. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, all right. That goes. That covers AFC South. AFC East. Bills, this was almost 100% on our poll. Bills at 10 and a half. Oh, no, Eli just got kicked off the Zoom. That's really mm. sad. Um, I'm assuming Eli's going to go over on the Bills. I think that was a pretty safe <laughs> assumption. It, it could if... be 50 when he go over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I was over on the Bills as well. This one, yeah, like I said, almost 100% on our Instagram poll, which I have never seen that many votes on. It was like 100% for a while. I think two people said under Hmm. for the Bills. And, yeah, everyone else was over 10 and a half. Um, Are you guys over as well? Is there any cautiousness about going over?
3: No, I think their division, they can handle – their division pretty easily I think and so that's I think there's five or six wins right there in their division alone you know if they can take care of business I think 11 12 maybe even 13 uh is likely for them
0: yeah I that. yeah I 10 and a half is kind of crazy I mean if they get any sort of run game going they're only going to get better I mean yep. who'd they lose Tom Brown and then they replace him with Emmanuel Sanders
1: Yep. Interchangeable, so they didn't really lose or gain much there but yeah yeah there's got to be some regression with Allen but I don't think enough to make him go under 10 at least at least what I see right now New England nine this is a tough one this was really tough for me if I'm being honest what did they go last year seven and nine I believe that's I'm I went over because I they were so bad last year and they were seven and nine.
0: And they get I don't know who they get back.
1: Is well, they have is I don't know. I think they get Chung. Is that is that right? Patrick Chung back. One of them retired. That's oh, one that's of the two right. retired. That's right. Um but they also they have Cam Newton for as bad as he was last year. Welcome back, Eli. Um Thank you. I, we assume you went over on the Bills.
2: What is it, 10 and a half? Yes.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But I was I, – I think as bad as Cam Newton was last year, as much as I grilled him, he did not have very many guys to throw to. And this year he has Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith, and Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Like those are – that's four real receivers. So – I think their offense gets better just because of that. I Nine is going to be really I, – I want – again, I want to push this. I want to say nine and eight for, this, for the Patriots. But I'll go over just because I kind of am starting to believe in them. That's it.
0: I'm going over as well because the same point as you, as bad as they play and as bad as Cam Newton played. I mean, if he does that bad this year, okay, let's bring in game manager, conf, confident dude, Mac Jones. Like, I don't know. Brian like they got they have options this year and you're right they have way more receiving options their offense should be so much better and that defense is only going to get better with the people they got back or whoever they got back so I mean yeah nine's tough but I think I'd go with the over as well
3: I'm starting to get to that point where I'm trying to mathematically think about how many wins are possible and whether or not I've gone <laughs> over too many times I'm gonna go under I think The Dolphins one next is going to be really tough for me. I feel like one of these two teams has to go over, but um, I'm going to go under for the Patriots. I think there's a lot of hype with them and I think they can still have a successful season. If Matt Jones at the end of the year is playing well, even if they get eight wins, don't make the playoffs. If they have some future there, I think it's a win for them, but I, I mean, they're right. I think I was kind of going through the schedule and I think I have eight wins for them. And it's going to come down to those, you know, two games against the Bills, if a game against the Browns, Buccaneers, you know, those tough games for them are going to decide whether or not they reach that nine and above threshold. I think they have seven wins that they should have. And then the rest of them are kind of games that if they want to be a playoff team, you're going to have to beat teams like the Browns and the Bills at least one one. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at.
2: Um. Yeah, nine is tough because I feel like nine and eight is a good spot for them. And I don't really have anything else to add to the conversation, but kind of listening to both you, both sides of the the over and the under. Um. I think, I think I want to say under, like. Kind of like I forgot what team it was, but if you just say that like ten and seven just seems like a lot, even though they did they did just stack their offense. So It'd be interesting to see that, but I think it's like, you know, like they, they went from having nothing to having like a ton, and so like I you know they could do great. I just I don't know. ten and seven just seems like really high for for that team, um, but yeah. So I only want to take the under, but hesitantly. I,
0: I feel like if they have – I mean, if they have seven, I mean, maybe even eight, eight under wins, I think the conversation starts of how long is Bill Belichick going to be there. I yeah, mean, it's got to start at
3: something.
0: If they can't do what they did with Tom Brady, then I think he's going to be out of there quicker than most people think. So, if they can't reach that eight to nine wins, I mean, yeah, that conversation's going to start and it's going to get loud quick.
1: Do you guys think – I'm sure we'll have this conversation multiple times as Eli gets off the – earth. <laughs> Uh, internet fails him again. um I'm sure we'll have this conversation again before. Actually, I know we will. It's just going to be a topic before the preseason or before the season starts. Does Does Mac Jones like what are we thinking for his playing time this year? Gonna take Cam falling apart. I don't think he's right. a starter. No, I don't yeah. think he's a starter either. But I think he's ahead of Stidham. I hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, Matthew. You mentioned the Dolphins. These, two, it was weird that both of these teams were the same win total. Um, the Dolphins nine as well. Y- you mentioned it yourself.
3: You said one of these teams has to go over. All right. Here's my hot take. I'm gonna go under. <laughs> 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 yeah, I am. I'm gonna go under here. I, I don't know. I think they're they're right around. I I want to say push. I. You guys, you're anti-Tua talk. I it's gotten to me a little bit here. I don't know. I Brandon, I remember Brandon talking about the interceptions and their turnover ratio probably has to go down. ZV and Howard shouldn't get 30 interceptions again this year. Probably. Like the odds are against that one. I I don't know. I just I think that they had a good season last year. And I think, unlike the Browns that might've been kind of a fluke. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm at that point where I I need to see Tua play well. Otherwise I really don't have confidence that they're actually a legitimate contender year after year instead of being kind of a one year, hey, we were kind of good this year and now they're back down. But I think they're right around eight. I think they're really talented, but I think they're going to have a couple games. That they should win, that they don't win that kind of knocks them out of contention like the Colts. I think, you know, they have games against the bills. I think they don't show up. I think the bills take two against them yeah. and that's going to be really tough to be in that 10 win area. Yeah. But
1: no, Matthew, I wish I could echo everything you just said. I'm, I'm right there with you. The turnover thing is it's going to go down. It's just like, it literally has to, they were like the best in the league at it last year. And yeah, I, I need to see Tua play better. I really, I like Fuller and Waddle because they're fast and they're going to be fun. But I don't believe in it yet. And so I'm, I'm right there. I'm literally, I couldn't have said it better myself. So I'm, I'm under, it's close. And I think they're going to have to reevaluate after this year with, especially with Tua.
0: I'm on the under as well. I think the stats like 28 games in a row, the turnover that their defense has. I mean, it's just unreal. It's, it's. Yeah, you can't count on that. You really can't. And to the Tua thing, man, I just I'm not I'm not in on Tua. And I just I, I you're like I'm the same way. I gotta see it. And right now I don't see it. And I don't think that Jacoby Brisket can uh do what Ryan Fitzpatrick did for them last year. I really don't. So if that's their their new version of the relief pitcher is Jacoby Brissett, I just don't think that it's gonna happen. So
1: Yep. Um all right, so all of us under Eli will we will never know um jets i am under on the jets at six and a half i i think they're kind of similar i guess maybe to the dolphins to me like i can see what they're trying to build i just don't know if i think it's there yet especially this year and yeah over like six and a half seven and ten seems like that's like a decent team like that means like you won seven games that means you were you were pretty decent and i just don't see the jets as as being there yet for a rookie quarterback and a first-year head coach, it's a lot of win.
0: I'm, I'm on the under. And, yeah, to that point, I think that they need time. And they just have a lot of young people in the building. But I do think they have a bright future. But, yeah, not I don't think 7 and 10 is uh, in the forecast for them.
3: Yeah, I completely agree. I think if they win eight games, Robert saw is probably coach of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that's a lot. And I think they're probably right around five. Yep. All
1: right, AFC West. Kansas City, I'm twelve wins. I'm over, and I'm, hmm. and I'm like, sort of like, really confident in it too. <laughs> like twelve is so many wins, but thirteen and four seems like right where the Chiefs should be. Like that's just like, yep, okay, they're they thirteen and four. Eh, like Patrick Mahomes wasn't MVP, but he was Patrick Mahomes. Like I, I would be surprised if they were if they won eleven games. I'd be like, did he get hurt for half the season? Like what happened? So last year they lost to the Raiders, right? And that's their kryptonite
0: so far is the Raiders. And then the second loss last year was them sitting everybody week seventeen, right? Yep. Tell um, me they're gonna lose four games this year. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm smashing the over here.
3: I mean, I think we could get ten with Chad Henney, like low key. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I if it was nine, I I'd yeah, I'd take it. Chat hitting in a heartbeat over but i'll take over as well i don't see them losing four games as long as everybody stays healthy well, like you said they're just too talented it's not even to take the under on this you'd have to
1: say they go 11 and 6 right wow. if it's like 12 and a half i can kind of see you maybe taking the under and being like if there's some injuries or something like but even that i'd take the over 13 i'd probably take the over I don't know. 12 seems ridiculously low because I'm not doing 11 wins for this team. They kind of have a tough <laughs> they kind of yeah. have a tough schedule. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's why I have them like right around. I think they I've they put yeah. the Chargers like oof. All right, Chargers, nine.
3: <clears throat> I'm over. I- I'm all in. I'm over. <laughs> I'm over too. Me too. Me too. I'm not even gonna rationalize that. We're all in.
1: Yeah, I think I just you have to kind of put your chips in. I did that pod with um, Kaden and Frank, the Frank Frank Tank, I believe it's called. Anyways, mm-hmm. I yeah, I had I think I went 13 and four for the Chiefs, 12 and five for the Chargers. Like I was I was I'm all in. Yeah. Um, stay healthy. Just stay healthy.
0: Derwin James, give us a full season. Uh, that offense is going to be unreal. Like just stay healthy, Chargers, please, because you guys can be so good. It I mean, watching them and the Chiefs go at it twice a year is just gonna be a treat for years to come. I mean, they're just both teams are just stacked.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's I mean, we yeah, it's gonna be a great rivalry for the next ten years. It, like that's awesome. Um the Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos are both at seven and a half. Um Ooh. disrespect. What do you guys have for that? I'll let, I'll let one of you guys take that one first. You can just go both of them. What is it?
3: Seven and a half or
1: both. I have, yeah, seven and a half.
3: Yeah. I'll go over Raiders under Broncos, but I think they're, I don't know. I, I'm really not a believer in the Raiders. No, uh, I'm under for both. I, I'm like, I'm under yeah, for both. I'll Ah, I'll go over for the Raiders. The Raiders I said eight. Eight and four. The What'd you say? The Raiders will start 8 and 4. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> right. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, they will outdo you at some point where you were like, wow, this team might be not half bad. And then, like, they'll go 0 oh, 7 in the year. Like, I think, yeah, I don't know. Were they 7 and nine, and 8 9? I just, they don't have a O line. They gave everyone up.
1: What some was their. Seven and nine? Yeah, seven and nine or eight and eight. I don't remember. <laughs> it was, it was I'm mediocre. I'm under on both. Yeah. I think the Broncos one's a little high because I still think people are sort of betting that Aaron Rodgers goes there. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Watson somehow. Yeah, someone goes there. Someone
0: not named Bridgewater. Yeah,
1: because seven and a half seems ridiculously high to me that this team could be 500. Like, I don't know. I see, I don't... I, with, the, I, with their quarterback situation, like if your biggest question mark is quarterback and it's that big of a question mark, I don't think you go 500. There's no way
0: if one of those guys doesn't go there, there's no way we don't see Bridgewater and Drew Locke start a game this year. There's no way. There's no
1: way one of them makes it the whole year as a starter. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm right, under, speaking of... My brother's going to kill <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> under on both. Um, speaking of the Green Bay Packers, 10 and a half. I would never, first of all, I would never bet this one or I would never advise anyone to bet this because I, did you guys watch the match? Side so note. Oh, yeah. I know Matthew did. I saw you tweeting about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, he doesn't know. You watched it too? Yeah.
2: Those I mean, comments
1: will scare me. Right. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You don't, you don't bet this if you are a betting man. If you're a betting man, don't bet this. Um, 10 and a half. Matthew, what are you doing?
3: Ooh, that's tough. I'm going to go, mm, I don't, all right, I'm going to assume he plays. I'll go over. <laughs> but, I mean, I, if it's 11, I don't take it. I think they win, I think they win 11. But, I don't know, I'm, I you know, with these other teams, I kind of believe in these other two teams that belong a little bit, that they won't be half bad. And, there's a lot of, lot of drama going on there, and it's really hard to pull that together. But defense should continue to be pretty good. Secondary is really good. I mean, if Jordan Love plays, do I think they're still the most talented team in the division? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, I'll go over but I don't feel good about it at all.
1: Brandon, where are you at? Oh, man.
0: Uh I'm on the side that I just don't think he's gonna play. I really don't. He's gonna play, but I just don't think he's going to. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling him the under. I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't think he'll be a Bronco either. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing. But listening to him talk about it, it just doesn't care. It literally seems like he he is so he has such an ego on him that he literally just does not give a crap. Nothing. Yeah. He doesn't they're like, are you, be, are you who's gonna be the starter on September twelfth? I don't know. Awesome, Aaron. He's going to get 50 million. He's probably going to be on the field for him. And I just think that's the way it's going to end up. But a 10 and a half, I'd probably go over. I'm going to go over. I'm switching it.
1: I, I wrote down over because I'm like, if he's playing, they're going over for something. Like, I just I don't see Aaron Rodgers playing and losing that many games. But but I, I it, so it, if, he, if he doesn't play, if Rodgers doesn't play, there's no way they go over, right? I mean, I'd bet under in a second. And if Jordan Love gets them to 11
0: wins, hey, that's geez, what I, right? I yep. that's
3: good. Yep, yep. Yep. I just say it, good for you. You
1: got me. Here's something that I, I was just listening to a podcast and they were talking about this exact situation. And, you know, cause we say the strength of this team, like, is the talent. Matthew, you just mentioned that, like you have Aaron Jones, a top 10 running back, Devontae Adams, top five wide receiver. Bakhtiari is like a top three tackle. Their offensive line as a whole, do we know if those guys are that high at their positions without Aaron Rodgers? That's a big question to me. Hmm. Oh. Like a plan. Yeah, especially especially their line to me. Like their line is widely regarded a top five offensive line in the league. Aaron Rodgers, I think, makes them look very good because he does not take sacks. He throws the ball away and throws it out, gets it out quick. I think that has a lot to do with how successful in quotes their offensive line is. And especially you bring in Jordan Love, like a guy who's never played a snap in the NFL before. I don't think their offensive line looks as good. And same with same with Adams. I think I think a lot of the routes that they throw to each other are like Rogers just knows where Adams is. Like it doesn't even sometimes it looks like Rogers is looking on the right side of the field and he just turns and he just chucks it to the left side because he knows exactly where Adams is going to be. I don't know. To me, I don't think this team is nearly as good with love, especially. The way it would shake out this season, with just a bunch of confusion, and then okay, Rogers isn't here. Week one, it's week one. We're throwing you into the fire, Jordan. I don't know. That's that's I guess my thought on it, but mm-hmm. it's tough.
0: Yeah, I'm on the bandwagon that he doesn't play. Like this is what I want to see. I want I want to see him not play, and then Devontae Adams says I'm out of here too. And then gets back with Derek Carr in Oakland. I think that'd be or in Vegas. I think that'd be cool to see them old college teammates get back together. I don't know, but mm. uh, you're right. I think if Jordan loves it in there, I think this whole team, um, in the eyes of the fan, goes down. I mean, I think we all see the holes that they that were there because of Rodgers. and I don't know if you guys did you guys see like the videos of him and Brady playing catch?
3: Yeah, like, I did. See Brady that. throws the
0: ball. Brady, that's awesome. Like Tom Brady's throwing the ball. Aaron Rodgers throws that ball and that thing just zipping out of his fingers. It's like zoom. And then Brady like, catches it and he like stumbles back a little bit.
1: And it's like, dude, Brady, or, Rodgers is such a stud. Like, the dude is just so good. I hate to talk about fantasy football in this because I know no one really cares about our fantasy football teams, but I'm thinking for like our dynasty draft. Like, dudes, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and Watson just throwing them in there are so going to be so hard to draft in our re in our Ooh. dynasty draft, like we're drafting for it's the gross. future. I don't know. I, that's going to be so, that's so Rogers tough. Age, yeah. Yeah. Watson
0: has a like, young, I mean, Roger.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, Minnesota. This is again, this was one of the toughest ones for me. I think I left this one blank for the longest eight and a half Minnesota Vikings. Who wants this to start hard. on this?
0: This is the hardest team in the NFL for me. I don't know how they're going to do. I mean, their defense. I mean, that was their, their pride and joy, Zimmerman's defense, and they were terrible to start the year last year. They finally picked up in the end. I mean, besides Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, offensively they were pretty mediocre. I think Adam Thielen had a – he regressed definitely. I don't know. I, this is a tough one. Um, man, I, honestly, all these win totals to me vary with like – When when they play the Bears, is Andy Dalton playing or is Justin Fields playing? I don't know, just little stuff like that. These teams are all back and forth, but we saw like the Packers and Bears. What was that? It was at the first game like two years ago when they went like seven to three or whatever it was, you know? Like in division games are so tough, and that's what kind of varies for me. But I'm going to go under. I'm just, I don't know, I'm not big on the Vikings.
3: Not at all. Yeah, I might go under as well.
1: Any, Yeah, I mean I, yeah. I went under as well So that's crazy that we are all three on the under here And I don't yeah. really feel good about it Because I, like, would it surprise you guys If this team made the playoffs? Because I don't think it would totally, like, shock me
3: It wouldn't shock me No It oh. would shock me if they won the division Yes, yes. wild with a healthy, yeah. healthy Rodgers yeah. Right For a yeah. playing Rogers. I, mean, I I like the Breland signing I, I like the drafting of Christian saw you know, Patrick Peterson's, the veteran presence in that locker room, but that's about it. That's about all they did. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, you know, I, I think they're a competitive team that when you see them on the schedule, you're not like, Oh, that's an easy win. They're going to give you a game. Yeah. They just are not a team. Like they're oh win a hundred against Seattle at home. Like they just can't win in Seattle every single year to love you know and so part of me as a Seahawks fan is like I don't really believe this team's gonna go in and get it done more than eight wins but I think that they're right around that range because they've always been that way so I think eight seven or eight for me is the max that I really see them going with that talent but if the Packers fall off then it's a free-for-all I saw
1: an interesting thing on Kirk Cousins too this guy um Kevin Clark on the for the Ringer was like, I keep flip-flopping if Kurt Cousins is overrated or underrated. <laughs> and then he was like, and I think right now I'm on, he's underrated. But then I look, then he's making $33 million a year. And I'm like, you can't be underrated if you're making $33 million mm-hmm. a year. And I was like, that is exactly how I feel. Ask Kyle Shannon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Chicago, seven wins. I took the over on this one because I don't know if they're going to get a whole lot worse than they were last year. And they were 500 last year. That is my sole reason behind this. I don't think they're worse than last year. And they were 500 last year. That's what I'm sticking to.
0: Their defense will get them two wins against the lions at least. I mean, their defense will probably get them five wins total. And I think the offense can do enough to get three more. I'm going over as well.
3: Yeah. I think they are due for a couple home wins, couple home upset wins. If, Fields is playing in the second half. I don't really – I'm not a big Andy Dalton playing a long-time fan. Uh, But I think that they're a team that they're talented enough defensively, and if they can get that offense going, they're going to knock off some teams and be surprising. I would not – you know, I think that they can beat the Cardinals at home, the Vikings at home. I think they can – there's a lot of teams. They put the Raiders on the road. I think around eight or nine for them. I think nine would be really exciting if they could get to that point with a rookie quarterback. But I, yeah, I'll go over as well.
1: Well, remember their running game came alive at the end of last year. Like David Montgomery was running wild. And I hope that, I think what's going to happen is that they're going to start, I hope they start with the run game and they win a couple games early. And then I hope they lose. I got I shouldn't say I hope, because I really do like Andy Dalton, my redheaded brother. (laughs) I think they're going to lose... (laughs) I think they're going to lose a game because Andy Dalton is limited and that's going to be like the Justin Fields like okay we bring you in and I hope they kind of use his run running ability because I think they've got a good shot to make the playoffs again and I hope Nagy realizes that like I need to keep my job I don't mind starting fields with the seat in the season on the bench but I think you're going to lose a game because Dalton's injured that's when you need to put fields and before your fans just turn on you like crazy and you lose control of the season to your point jack about the montgomery thing i totally agree with that
0: point i think that they run the ball and get the ball out of the quarterback's hands they're going to be just fine especially with that defense but if you guys remember like they started doing that once cohen went down i think mean, cohen his acl or his achilles mm-hmm. and then it was the montgomery show and that's when they started having success it feels like i feel like with nagging everything when cohen goes in there they try to get all fancy and doing all these special plays because he's a utility fast guy you know and I think they need to go back to the root, yeah, and get Montgomery going, get going downhill, and let that defense do its thing.
1: Detroit is at five. I took the under on this one. Yeah, six wins would shock me for this team with how bad. Yeah. Can you anyone
0: defensive player for them besides Okuda?
3: No. Uh,
0: Do they still have Flowers? Is Trey Flowers on the team?
1: I probably he because no. he's getting paid. That's true. But yeah, this team should be so bad.
3: I'm under yeah. all Yeah, I think that's where a lot of other teams' wins are gonna come from. <laughs> those couple of teams that if they get four wins, they're gonna be I think they're gonna get beat up every mm-hmm. single game. I think uh Dan Campbell is probably gonna become a meme by halfway. He already is a meme, but like only his quotes are gonna be pulled up like oh what you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I hope they That's stick it. with him
1: and they give they yeah. get a rookie quarterback exactly. and maybe some hope.
3: Right. I don't care how good of a coach you are. You get that team, you're probably yeah. not doing a whole lot. So, yeah, let the GM and the coach do their thing.
0: This is interesting because um, Jared Goff, I mean, he's a Super Bowl quarterback, been in a Super Bowl, right? Um, we're, we watched him get traded by the team he went to the Super Bowl with, and now he's with the Lions. And this is – I mean, this is almost – I mean, this is – a plain and simple weed out situation where he's just going to buy them time. And I compare it to Jimmy G. I really do. Cause these are two guys that have been to the super bowl, but not highly regarded around the league. Like, do we see Goff going anywhere after the lions? Or do you think this is his step out of the league? Like, do you think this, this is them, them walking him out the door of the NFL? Because I, wh- who, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he gets a starting games, spot. How yeah. How good does he look if they win five games? You know?
1: Yeah. I don't think he gets a starting spot anywhere. Yeah. Right. Like there's no one that's being like, 'Cause I think he's we saw the ceiling, like he's never gonna get a better situation than that Rams one, yeah. you know. So that's I guess where he I just scored. I worry for Goff. Yeah. And then and how how much Sean McVay wanted to get rid of him is like that's just gotta be a bad sign for teams around the league.
0: He was begging, yeah. Yeah. You guys see the interview with McVay and Shanahan talking about Stafford and that whole offseason and how they both it was pretty much a bidding war and yeah, I sent Rams- it to you, didn't I? oh did you well there
1: you go i sent you so i sent some clip that was that's was a great interview right. oh my that's gosh! plays
0: no it's amazing listen to those guys but yeah i mean it's just crazy how yeah. did jimmy you're goff and they're both just slobbering over stafford and that's just it's just crazy <laughs> to think
1: about. yeah if you need a if you want a football nerdy kind of podcast to listen to that flying coach one with peter schrager who's on nfl network and sean mcveigh they have yeah, they had Shanahan. They have so many coaches, and yeah, that's a great podcast. It's really, really interesting to listen to coaches be that like candid about play calling and stuff. Like it was, it's awesome. Really cool. I think Reed. I sent it to Reed, and he was like, "There's so much that goes into that that we just don't even consider." And it all happens in 20 seconds. All the stuff that they talk about, like calling a play in a crunch time situation,
0: and you live with the decision. Yeah.
1: Yep. It's crazy. crazy. All right, NFC South tampa bay 11 and a half um i have the over. yeah (laughs) i thought this one was pretty easy yeah um even if they regress they're not losing 10 games 11 games or they're not only winning yeah um this was a tough one for me as well new orleans at nine where are we landing on new orleans at nine If
0: I had to give someone advice, I'd, I'd tell them put under. But I don't know why. I hope Jameis is a starter, and I'm really rooting for the guy. I really am. I don't know why. I have no. Do you think he will him. be though? I think he will be. I think I think I'd put money on it right now that Jameis
3: will be the starter week one. Me too. I go. I'll go over and feel horrible about it. <laughs> I just. And this is my this is my fault too. I I fall for teams that are consistently good, and kind of believe in the system that Sean Payton has that he won't let that team go under nine wins. Uh, but I I mean I could totally see it. I could totally see it. But I think that they have enough. I don't know. I think that they're they have enough coaching to figure it out but they're you know last year they're a really veteran team they've lost some of those guys so, you know they're they're a team that I don't see their peak more than being 10 games but I think that they will get there feel horrible about it but that's what I'm going to go for
1: you took the over Brendan I'm taking the over but I don't feel good about it I, I'm taking the under um, mostly because I guess I think it's gonna be Taysom Hill. I want it to be Winston. I think it should be Winston, but I think for it's gonna be Hill, and I think they might do this like back and forth thing with them. And I just don't see that being super successful. So it's Hill. I'm I'm under as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one I I really for Carolina. Carolina seven and a half. I really thought before we did this exercise that I was going to be high on Carolina. And then I saw seven and a half and I just, ha- I have to go under here. I think seven and a half is ridiculously high for Carolina. And I really like that team. What too. Do we know what they meant last year? They okay. were bad because they didn't have McCaffrey.
3: And they didn't have a
1: quarterback. <laughs> yep. I but mean, the quarterback might... that
3: was playing got hurt. They still
1: might not now. Yeah. We don't them listen yeah, I listened to people talk about them today, Um Panthers. Five? Five? Yeah.
0: Five and 11.
1: Yeah, I'm going and under. Seven and a half? Yeah, seven and ten. That seems – seven and ten seems like you're like, okay, fine. Like Sam Darnold showed some promise. I don't know. I think I think seven and ten they'd be fine with, which makes me think like –
0: I'm switching it. I'm under on the Saints and I'm going over on the Panthers.
2: Wow. Ooh. Lock it in.
3: Lock it in. I think McCaffrey has to be the well, he already is the entire offense. But he I mean, the thing is last year they didn't have him. And now he that's what I mean that he is their offense. But but Davis wasn't bad. Yeah, Davis wasn't bad. Now he's gone. Uh right. <laughs> so I I'm going to go under. I, I really think that they're I, – I need to show more confidence. I'm going to go under. The Buccaneers are going to beat them twice. I'm I think different. the Saints are better than them. The Falcons, I mean, I think they're okay. I think they'll probably go one-on-one against the Falcons. Uh, I will go – What are under you on the Falcons? The Panthers. What
1: are you
0: I'm on gonna, the Falcons? <sighs> I'm drawing seven. I don't even care. care if the numbers is under.
3: If it was, yeah. was five-and-a-half, I'd go over. But it's seven, so I'm going to go under. But I I don't, I don't think they're good. Yeah, I don't think they're good enough for that. But I I'm, think I'm going, they're going to be a competitive team.
1: I'm going under, two. And if it's this is pre-Julio, I go over. But I,
3: yeah,
1: same. For, the Julio makes me think, like, they're not totally, like, this is going to be a good team.
0: What if Mike Davis just, I mean, just pops off? Right? What if he just premier running back? Uh, Arthur Smith turns him into the next smaller Henry.
3: Matt Ryan MVP season.
1: (laughs) Be crazy. All
0: right, so
3: yeah,
1: under. I just we need to. I need to recap this. South. We all were over on Tampa Bay. Matthew, what was your final? New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta.
3: Saints over Panthers under
1: Falcons under. Brandon.
0: I like them both. I like them both. Uh, I'm gonna go. (laughs) Oh man. Okay, I'm sticking with it. Here we go. Over on the Bucs, over on the Saints, under on the Panthers, under on the Falcons.
1: I am over on the Bucs, under on everyone else.
0: You know, I kind of like that answer, too. I like it.
1: <laughs> I don't really feel confident in the Saints one. I think the Saints are probably nine and eight. I think that's what they finish as. I think probably, they push. Yeah. but And I wouldn't Hold be surprised on, if the Falcons push either. That's why Vegas is so good. These lines are perfect. Things stress me out. Yeah, same. All right, NFC East. Whoa, that was a loud beep. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know who that was. If it was me. It could have
0: been.
1: Um, nine and a half for Dallas. I, I'm going under, and because I think this number is too high for a reason. I think everyone bets on the Cowboys. I said this two weeks ago when I did that betting pod that the Cowboys Super Bowl odds are always super high. Dak's MVP odds are always super high. And I think nine and a half, like I really want to believe in this team, but 10 wins feels like a lot for how bad this defense is.
0: We'd have to hear every Cowboy fan and a range of a million miles if they went 10 and 7. I know. I'm under. I'm under. I, yeah, I got to see it too. I'm under.
3: Doing a little math here. I'm going to go under. I, I don't think they they don't play you know a ton of bad teams like they don't play the Jets they don't play uh, Raiders um, you know they play a lot of talented teams here and I think that their ten wins is a lot for them I think another team's gonna win the division so I I'm gonna hold off on that one but I yeah I don't think ten I I think they're deep. I think they're gonna have another season where they're gonna have to put up. 40 to win. And they don't even, I don't think they still know how to close games. I think they're a team that, you know, they want to throw the ball and come back in games. And if they get ahead, then they don't really know how to close out. So I think, you know, nine, eight, probably nine. It's probably right around where they were gonna be. I
1: I just went through the schedule and I was like an optimistic nine. Like if that's if you you're saying you're splitting with the football team. And you're beating one. You're you're splitting the Patriots and Vikings, which I think they could lose both of those pretty easily. Um, splitting the Giants. That's beating the Eagles twice. Like I, they play some good teams. Like they play the Chiefs and the Bucks and the Saints. I don't know. Like, I
3: think that, yeah, the game gets the Broncos and the Falcons. I think they go one and one in those games. Like, I don't even, I don't feel confident about both of those. I think one of them, they probably drop.
1: Which is sad. Yeah. Brandon, you said under, right? Yes. All right. Football team. I am very much in love with the over of eight on the Washington football team. I thought eight was really low for a team that almost beat the Super Bowl champion Bucks
3: in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that they're far more talented. They're they're more equal than the Cowboys. Cowboys really good offensive team, defense awful. Football team really defensive minded. You bring in Fitzmagic, right? Right? Am yeah. I, and I don't think well. their offense is well. awful. Yeah. yeah, I think that they'll they'll hang in there. I think hmm. they drafted another running back, right, to pair with Antonio Gibson. I'm blanking on the name. They they should be you know Terry McLaurin's really good. They should be a pretty balanced team, and I think that they're they're more likely to beat those Broncos and Falcons type of team than the Cowboys are. The Cowboys are like a roller coaster. I think the you know football teams are really above average team. They're not the greatest, but I think that I would feel a lot more confident with picking them to win nine or ten.
0: They brought in Curtis Samuel. That's another name um yeah this is tough i mean i think it's an over for me with that number um it's just i'm talking about this team as a whole it's just they're gonna go as far as fits magic can take them and you're right though that defense is gonna be good they're gonna be really good and that offense is not bad but he definitely is the uh the limiting factor there so we'll see how how, how far he can go but i think that he's got to change his ways i think that he just if he takes care of the ball i think
1: they're gonna be great this year I'd be shocked if their defense doesn't finish top five in the NFL. Like their defense is that, yeah, they're really good. Very good. Um, Giants, seven. Over. I took the over as well.
3: I'm taking over. Yeah, I'll go over.
1: What'd you say, Brandon? Sorry. I'm
0: going under on the Cowboys. I'm definitely taking that over at seven for the Giants. And Matthew,
1: you said over as well.
3: Yeah, I think that they're, I mean, going back to the Seahawks game last year, I think that they're due to upset a team or two. And I think yeah. they're right around six games they should win. And then there's probably two upsets here and there that they get. Um, And that's kind of where I'm at. I think eight or nine for them. They're, you know, they should get better. I right. mean, this is, a, this is the year for Daniel Jones. If he wants to be their quarterback of the future, he has to step up. And I think. To a certain extent, he will. I don't think he's going to be their guy, but I think he's going to play good enough for to get to buy himself another year or two.
0: Bring in Kenny G, get Saquon back. It should be better. I mean, if it ain't, yeah, he's gone.
1: Right, and they spent their first rounder was on Tony, the the slot receiver. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you guys. I took the over. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be. Good. I think he'll be mediocre, and that's really all they need him to be. They need him to stop turning over the football so much, and if he can do that and get the ball to the guys that they pay to put the ball in their hands, then they're going to be a, a fine team. I think they'll be right around 500. And so right around 500 is 8-9 nine or 9-8, nine and eight, and that's over 7. So there we go. That's my logic. Let's see. Good math. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Philly, I'm under their six and a half. I don't really believe in Jalen Hurts and I don't, I, yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of this team in general. And I think six and a half is a little high for me. So I'm under.
3: Yeah. I'm going to go under as well. I think that there is a chance that after week 13, that the Philly fans are going to be calling for their head coach to get fired immediately. I think that there are going to be a dumpster fire. And Jalen Hurts might not be able to do a whole lot about it. And I feel bad for uh, Miles Sanders because he's actually a really talented running back. But I don't, I don't know. I just don't believe in them at all. I think that they're, they're not trending up. I think they're still trending down. I think they need, they need more moves. And probably in, did they fire their GM? I don't think they did yet. They probably need to fire their GM. I, I don't know. They're, just, they're a dumpster fire. I'll go under. <laughs>
0: I'm on the under as well. And it is really sad. I mean, there's a lot of guys on this team. Like I even like Devonta Smith. Like if I have something I don't like, I'm not, I like the guy. I think he's undersized, which is going to be tough for him, but I don't, I, I like, I love the guy, the way he plays him going to Philly. I think it's just, I don't think there could have been a worse spot. I mean, I just, I feel bad for a lot of guys, Miles Sanders. I really like Miles Sanders too, but I think you're right. I think that this could be downhill quick and um, yeah, they just don't, I mean, Last thing I heard is they were trying to trade Hurts. That hasn't happened, so he's unhappy there too. And who do they have a wide receiver? I mean, ugh, besides yeah. Smith, they have Ward Junior. Whatever his name is. And Did Alisham retire yet? <laughs> not, I don't think so. And they had the guy no. that last year. Like I, just, I don't know. They I don't know oh. what their
3: their future is. Just ugh. he's a free agent. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's bad. I could see Tolley Hurts being like a career backup after this season too. Like if it doesn't go well, I think he's probably out at Philly, or at least a backup in Philly. And then I just see him kind of floating around and being a backup for the rest of his career. Um all right, so NFC West.
0: Seen- Sorry? I remember Rager that they drafted Rager left. Rager. Rager. Oh, yeah.
1: He was hurt all last season. Yeah. All right, NFC West. This might have, I'm looking at it now. I think they have the highest combined – highest total of wins projected, or I guess the highest over under – I don't know. Am I making any sense? You guys you, – you, you picking up what I'm putting down? Okay.
0: The highest out of any division, yeah.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's start with the Rams, 10-and-a-half.
3: I'll go over. They're, they're, I think Stafford's going to be the missing piece they needed uh we'll see what the difference in losing their defensive coordinator losing their run game coordinator will do to them i don't think they'll do a ton given that sean McVay has been the man and he still is the man but they're just I, I think they're they're far too talented on both sides of the ball to not win 11 games And i think they're probably the front runner for the division in a really talented division uh so that's kind of where i'm at with the rams
0: i'm with matthew um I've said it on this podcast and I've said it even before he was not a lion. I love Matthew Stafford. And I think the guy a stud and I, I, the one place I didn't want him to go was the NFC West. And the fact that the Rams, I never thought the Rams would be able to trade golf and the fact that they got Stafford is unreal. And yeah, I think that he's going to unlock this offense and we haven't seen it. And it's just, I don't know. I'm not excited. And we're going to, this NFC West is going to beat up on each other all year. And it's going to be same old stuff. We get to the playoffs and everybody's hurt and tired, but I have over, uh, um, I'd say over for three out of the four teams in this NFC West, but I'm going over on the Rams.
1: Uh, I'm over on the Rams as well. I'm also over on three out of the four teams in this NFC West. Um, However, I'm a little bit – I really like this offense. Uh, I'm a big Stafford guy too. Not as big as Brandon, but I'm a big Stafford guy. Um, I think I'm a little worried about their defense, which I don't think is getting talked about too much. Matthew, you mentioned their defensive coordinator – Uh, Staley going to the chargers. I think that, I think that's a bigger impact than people want to think because I think people just hear or see Donald and Ramsey and just assume like you could be the defensive coordinator and you'd be fine, which to some extent, I think I could be the defensive coordinator of the Rams and they'd be serviceable because it's Aaron (laughs) Donald and Jalen Ramsey. But my point to this is that I really think Johnson and Hill were big parts of this defense, the safeties that they lost both of them to the Browns, which is so weird to me that both of them go to the Browns. Hey bro, you want to go brown? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but after watching so many games against the Rams, I mean, the Seahawks played them three times. And for anyone who knows me, like I, we watched these Seahawks games. Like we would not, we watch every game on red zone, but the Seahawks games we watch really in, closely. And they did a lot for the Rams and a lot for Donald and Ramsey. Um, and so I think that's a bigger loss than it seems like. So I don't know. I'm just not this, their defense was dominant last year. Like their defense got them to where they were because their offense was really bad, especially in the playoffs. Like they, their, their offense was so bad against the Seahawks. Like so bad that playoff game against the Seahawks when Goff was playing with a broken thumb. I mean, do you guys remember that? Like their offense was horrible. And so I don't know. I'm, um, I, I I a couple weeks ago I was like this team is pr- the Super Bowl favorite in the NFC, but I don't know. After a little bit, I think they're they should be in the pack with the Seahawks and the Niners. With these teams are really good, but they have flaws. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really I saw this the other day on some social media site. But they um I'm buying that they're just gonna run straight man and have whoever these new safeties are just play deep three three quarters and just play just protect a long ball because they have Ramsey and then they have the other guy who had a pretty good game against Seahawks Williams his name Daryl Williams or whatever his name is that guy's a stud too Darius so had, yeah. yeah Darius Williams they have two really good coverage corners but you're right those safeties they were huge for them last year and I think that allowed Ramsey to know that he had over the top help so he he jumped every short route there was and yeah is he going to have that this year how much is that going to help him but I mean we know Donald's going to do his thing but, I, yeah, I think you could definitely see regression in Ramsey's play for sure without having that confidence in that in that back half of the secondary.
1: Yeah, that's such an underrated part of being a corner is the safeties that you have on your team,
3: for sure. To say right, that yeah. With the uh, Rams right now, let's say it's going to be Taylor Rapp and Jordan Fuller. And Taylor Rapp, former UW Husky, uh, is pretty good, but haven't really – he's been a backup his entire career, so will he step up and be similar? Yeah, I guess we'll see, but it yeah. should be pretty good.
0: He's on the full Cam makers train, do you think it's going to be Cam makers first,
1: second,
3: third down? No, I don't know.
1: I, I also don't know if it will be all the time. Yeah,
3: yeah. But who who is now the backup? Daryl. I like Acres. Oh, Daryl's still there. Yeah, I think he's going to run Daryl a lot. I think it's going yeah. to be a one. I like they Cam Akers,
1: though. There,
0: I love Cam makers, but I think it'd be wrong yeah. for them to run them to the ground
1: for sure. I think we
0: got to see him in the playoffs last year, be, or towards the end of the year in the playoffs, because he was salivated back <clears> later <throat> in the season. He didn't get a lot of.
1: All right, let's skip the Niners and Seahawks for now. Arizona, I'm under on their eight. eight. And I hate it because I like eight is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I'm not. You thought it'd be higher? I'm 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 under and it's and it's it's I don't like it but I really don't believe in this team besides Kyler Murray and besides Hopkins their receivers are bad their offensive line is not great um yeah I don't know I'm under yeah I'm under I don't feel great about them but I don't feel great if I went over either so what
0: was their record last year 11. were they
1: 500.
3: I think it was five and something, or not five and something. I think it was five hundred. They were, yeah, eight and eight. Yeah, I am gonna go over, and this is gonna complicate things with the next two teams we talk about. <laughs> I just cannot see this team. Like, I think, I think if they win nine games, Kingsbury gets fired. Like, that's the way I feel. I feel like they're, if they do not make the playoffs, he's fired, even if they go above 500. And I think that they're above 500 team. I think that they probably knock off one or if not two of the teams above them, at least one game. Like, I definitely think they could split with the Seahawks. I think they probably, I mean, they proved last year they could beat the Niners even though Niners had every injury in the book. Um, and can hang with the Rams. I think they can get two of those games and I think a lot of their non-divisional games they can win. Not to say they will win them, but they can win them. I think they're just too talented to go 7 and 7 and 9, 7 okay. and 10. 7 10 yeah. Ugh, I just, I just don't see it. I just can't see it. I I you know, the push is a possibility. I think probably 9 9 and 8. Nine, 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 eight. I can't do math. Yeah, there we go. All right, you you talked me into it. I'll go. I'll go over
1: uh, begrudgingly. Okay.
0: They play the Colts. They play the Browns.
1: Okay, Brandon, starting to talk me out of it.
0: <laughs> they got some tough games. Tough. Like this is where I'm at because I'm going over the Seahawks. What's the Seahawks number? The, the Seahawks day. is
1: nine and a half. I'm smashing that over. There's it's no seven. way we lose. And the
0: Niners play nine and a half?
1: Yeah, I'll take the over on the, t- the Niners, too. See,
0: but that's my problem. If I'm taking over in Arizona, I'm under. <laughs> Right. That's where I'm at mentally.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going back. I'm going under. I, know,
0: but I do know the Niners have one of the easiest strength of schedules. So.
1: Yeah, because you guys have the fourth place schedule yeah. in our no. – Yeah.
0: I'm going to go under on Arizona over on the Niners because of that's, that reason.
1: That's what I'm doing, too. That's what I'm doing, too. I'm going under on Arizona.
0: That's tough. That number's tough.
3: I thought it was higher, to be completely honest with you.
1: Matthew, are you over on every team then?
3: I, <laughs> I think the Niners are gonna get ten wins. Yeah. <laughs> that was that
0: was that was my that was where I was at too. I think that ten. Was
3: tough. Yeah, I just don't think. I I just cannot see the Rams and the Niners being above being at eleven. It just doesn't compute in my mind. But I think the Seahawks could be. So like, I wait, Matthew. I don't. I. Uh,
1: I wanna do an exercise with you. All right. Don't count don't count on your fingers. Okay. Here is the 49er schedule. Okay. Lions. Don't
0: count on your fingers.
1: Lions don't count on
3: my fingers. Lions. No, I I just,
1: Okay. I will count for you. You just say win or loss. Okay. Eagles. When? Packers. When?
3: Wait, wait, wait. On the road or at home? Home. When. Seahawks. At home. On the road or at home, when? At Cardinals. Loss. By
1: home against the Colts. That's a good game. When? At the Bears. Loss. Home against the Cardinals. When? Home against the Rams.
3: What is this, week nine, week eight? Ten. <laughs> Ten. Ooh. Monday Night Football. We dominate. Jaguars.
1: When? Vikings. When? At Seattle. Lost. Bengals. When? Falcons. When? Titans. Rotor at home. At, at Titans. Loss. Texans. Win. Rams. At, at Rams. But you already picked them to lose. Loss. Double That's 11. Line.
3: That's 11. All right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that was fun. That was, fun. <laughs> that was dramatic. I didn't count. So like, I was
0: kind of. a really easy schedule.
3: Yeah, like, yeah yeah you caught me in it they're over over
1: <laughs> there's there's too many games where it's easy wins and then it's tough like that's okay this one's could go 50 50 but let's say they lose um i, yeah,
0: Colt, I hope the Colts are good because that week five Colts game is that's gonna be a good one it's a prime time game i think it's like sunday night or monday night one the two but you got the against the niners again that's gonna be fun
1: Oh, that'd be, no, that's, you're right. That'd be a great game. Sorry, Brandon. But I was just saying, Matthew, the only reason I put you on the spot like that is because last night I did the same exact thing with the Niners schedule. I was like, (laughs) cause I looked at this division and I was like doing the math and I was like, how am I going to go over on four teams? And I went to the Niners and I looked at their schedule and I was like, oh my gosh, they have like seven games where it's just like, they can beat them with their
3: eyes closed. Yeah. I didn't look at their schedule. I had, you said it was easy. And I'm like, okay, it's probably, (laughs) And I did not realize they played every team that's like, bottom of the pool. Like no, I mean, I'm I looking if I were to go if I were to go back in time i probably drop the Vikings and probably one other team below to make room for all four of them to be over. That cardinal schedule is not easy though. That's why I was like
1: I was looking I was like oof
2: I mean that's should just we do this
1: should we do the same thing with the Cardinals? Do because I'm 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 interested because I did not do this with the Cardinals and now I'm feeling like I think my Might as well I think my um I think my under might be wrong cuz under 8 seems like it's low
0: that's why I, I can't believe it's 8 and I honestly yeah. thought I think that the Niners and Seahawks should be switched too but
1: I agree I don't, I think everyone right. just assumes that the Niners are going to be Super Bowl a Super Bowl team again cuz they're healthy Exactly um Tennessee at Tennessee their first game lost I'm going to say they lost. lose Home against Minnesota, I can see them oh, winning yeah. that game. Yeah, they they beat Jacksonville. Do we want to say they split every NFC game? I like that. yeah, that's, that's what I, I, I. Okay. I split all. So at LA, they lose. They beat San Francisco at home. That's three. I think they lose to Cleveland on at Cleveland.
0: Yep, hundred percent. They beat
1: they beat Houston. Yep. Um, they lose to Green Bay. They lose to San Francisco. There's a split. They, they beat Carolina. See at Seattle, so they lose that. I think they beat the Bears, although that's close at Chicago, Week 13. I take Chicago on that. Yeah, there. count. Pardon me, town. Let's say Chicago wins. Um, home against the Rams, they win that. They beat Detroit. Yes. Home against the Colts. That's a tough one. I think it's I'll like, take on
0: them. But again, the loss to the Bears, I give them the win against Colton.
1: Okay. At Dallas? Take them. I'll take them. I, I go lost there. Just because they're at Dallas. And then Seattle, that makes it. So we're like at eight and a half. Of course. And I don't think they I don't think I think they lose two to either to one of the divisional opponents, they get swept. I think mm-hmm. we're generous by giving them a the split. Yeah. Mostly against the Rams. I feel like the Rams will dominate the Cardinals.
3: They kind of have their number.
1: And I so I think we're right at eight. I think we're at, I think we're at, yeah. What's it's a up? it's a pick'em. It's it's those – it's like the Chicago and Indianapolis game and then do, how many of the, the divisional games do they win? Uh, they have a tougher schedule for sure. Yeah, that's tough. I'm going to go under. I'm going to stick with the under and then the over for the Rams, Niners, and Seahawks. And I think this is the year we get three pl- playoff teams. Yeah,
0: I'm all in on it. Got <clears throat> stay healthy. And the Niners are I- yeah, we'll probably have a rookie quarterback at the end of the year, too. So, that could also throw a wrench in things.
1: Yeah, what's your prediction for that? How? how Week five. Whatever a buy really?
0: is. Well, mm-hmm. I think we're I think I mean, if we don't go two and all, I'm probably going to stop watching the NFL. Um, Lions mm-hmm. and – I mean, are you kidding me? Week one and two? Talking about getting us rolling. Um, uh, but I think that we lose one of those games, three or four, and then they use that buy to just – Transition right in.
3: The problem is I feel pretty- like you have to drop a
0: game. Yeah. I think we lose uh what's the week four game?
1: Us. Ooh.
0: Week five.
1: Cardinals. And then six is by. Yeah, but then you go the you go Colts Bears after that. Those are two tough defenses to have Lance start. That's true. But then but then the problem with that is if you so let's say you sit on both of those games and then you start in week nine, that's already November. The long time. I feel like by November, he's.
0: I mean, that's true.
1: Yeah. I feel like by November, he's got to play if you want to make a run.
0: Yeah. 100%. But if, I mean, if Jimmy comes out and got a little chip on his shoulder and he's just out there slinging it, then what are you going to do? I mean,
1: yeah. But what if he, what if you guys win both those first two games and he doesn't play well?
0: Yeah. That's, that's where it's going to get interesting. Yes right there because i think our defense can carry us to those two no matter what however yeah but you're right but when like another crazy thing to look at is like when alex smith got benched for um kaepernick he had a qbr of over 100 as well and they didn't even care they're like well Cap's pretty dang good sorry you're off injury but we're gonna keep them like what if that mm-hmm. happens what if high ankle sprain here he comes again but he's playing amazing and they're like well oh, we're just gonna keep her going you know right yeah so, who knows, but having a rookie quarterback and that's, that's, you never know how that's going to go.
1: Oh. All right, boys, this was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I was, I was like, I I was thinking of topics like all last week. I was like, it's like, I was like, it's our last show. We need a bigger, like we have to, we have, a, have to have a longer show or just a bigger show. And I was like, win totals is perfect. Like that. This was fun to talk NFL. Cause we like, besides, like all offseason we've just been talking about the teams that have been making moves or the teams that were big in the draft and this one we finally got to talk all the teams it literally it felt like a um like a weekly recap where we go through every game mm-hmm. so we have- i'm excited sorry what
0: free agents anybody's looking at besides sherm i know we're probably both looking at sherm cuz we're the top two destinations but anybody else that hasn't been signed yet has gurley been signed
1: uh, i don't think so
3: I don't think so. that there's another running back too.
1: I wouldn't be mad if the Seahawks brought in Gurley on a on a um on a veteran deal, like a million dollars to be our because didn't we lose Hyde?
3: Probably was yeah, me. but I think we brought Collins back.
1: We did. Okay. Yeah. I'd, i think I'd rather have Gurley than Collins if they're gonna get paid around the same. I don't Mitchell's... know. I'm worried about Carson. Mitchell who? works the guy that towards ACL for the Chiefs. Yeah, is he just because he's hurt, is he just going to be – 32 years old. Yeah. Well, and then you that's have, like, fun. yeah. Melvin Ingram, big pass rusher still there. Yeah, that's that's surprising. KJ. KJ DeCastro. KJ, KJ, KJ Wright. Dicastra, yeah. Yeah. Russell Okun. Um, Malik Lef Hooker. Left Lef Bell, Bell, yeah. Malik yeah. Hooker, yeah. Wow. Oh the Suns hey. just went on a big run too. What's the score? 63-48. Oh. We're already in the third quarter. We started this game like at tip-off and it's in the third quarter. That's crazy. It doesn't feel like we've been talking for that long, but it has been a longer one.
0: I thought the Bucks would uh, have more success with their size, but
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, that's a perfect transition to NBA um i'm gonna throw it to myself shane and Stuart. thanks guys see you back we'll pod again in august
3: oh yeah good
1: stuff all right welcome back everybody i'm joined by the nba boys well two of the three we have shane and Stuart here today sam is not going to join us unfortunately but we're going to run through first two games of the nba finals game two just finished it's 835 Pacific time on Thursday. Game two just finished. Suns go up 2-0. Woo! Suns, baby. At home. Stewart gives a thumbs down. Are you rooting for the Bucks?
4: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Suns at four. I
4: just don't want... Suns four. I don't want Chris Paul to ever go ahead my beloved Steve <laughs>
1: That's fair.
4: That's fair. I wonder where
1: Chris Paul ranks after this, after if he wins a title. Oh. Point guards at least. It's so, just... It's really- he,
4: everyone right now is going to say he's way higher than he's going to be in five years when he retires, and people actually look back, have some sense to them, and figure <laughs> out where he belongs. I've never heard this talk about Chris Paul, and then this year everyone's like, oh yeah, if he wins this, maybe he's top five, maybe he's top three. like Come on now.
5: I don't know. I feel like Chris Paul's always been up there in those debates. He just hasn't had the playoff resume to back it up because he's been on teams that have blown leads and stuff.
1: Yeah, the rings have been. Yeah, so close. like
5: that's like the thing that like solidifies everyone's like perspective of you in the NBA is if you have one ring, then you're like, oh, dude, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Like Chris Paul would have retired at Charles Barkley if he didn't win a ring. If I he w- doesn't win one
4: here, I would love to go back year by year and see how many years Chris Paul was actually the best point guard in the NBA. Yeah, because I. Mean, don't think there's probably more than yeah. There's four probably or five. not
1: Vinny because Steph has been the best point guard for a while. Yeah, yeah. Years where
4: Kyrie was probably better than him too.
1: I don't know if I ever would have taken Kyrie over Steph though. But oh, Kyrie not was over better. Steph, yeah.
4: but yeah. over. CP2. Yeah, I got you.
1: All right, yeah. So we're gonna run through those first two games really quick, and then we have our each of us have our top twenty NBA players right now. Much anticipated debates. Uh, these lists, I'm excited to see kind of where we end up. I I have so many erase marks on my paper. I've I've gone back and forth. I literally just changed it as we were talking about Chris Paul. I changed the order of my top twenty. Like it this is just a it's an ever changing list. So we'll get to those in a second. Um games first two games. What are our immediate thoughts on this Sun's Bucks series so far?
4: Um I thought the Bucks mate came out with a pretty poor strategy in the First game, just defensively. Um, They'd allow them to come off screens with very little hedge or help allowing Chris Paul to get into the paint pretty easily with a defender on his back, allowing him to take a shot that he's considered the best. Yeah. Like his mid-range. Close to the paint, not a layup shot. I thought they did better this game. It's just, honestly, the role players for the Suns have, Different ones have showed up big in different games. Like yeah, this I mean, game, Mikkel, Mikkel Bridges played really, really well. Yeah, and um, who Mikkel else?
5: Bridges played well. Cam Johnson played really well too. Like it's just the next man up kind of guy, kind of guys on the Suns, and they're just a little bit deeper because Dante DiVincenzo for the Bucks is out, and he's like, he's the guy that like makes them not have to play Jeff Teague. And right, like, right. Like, Jeff T got like, he got cut from the Hawks at the beginning of the year because he wasn't making any benefit for him. But, like, to add on to what Stuart was saying, like, I really think that the Bucks showed a really good adjustment from what they had in game one at the beginning of game two. They, like, played really aggressive and were getting a bunch of boards. And their first half points in the paint were, like, insane. They had, like, 25, 30 points in the paint in the first half, but. The Suns were just shooting the lights out of them. I was going to say. Dude, they were, like, hitting so many threes, and just the Bucks weren't able to keep up. So, I'm really excited for the next couple of games. Obviously, the home team has won, you know, the first two games. I'm excited to see what the Milwaukee home crowd is like, because that obviously is a factor.
1: Well, I'm looking at... So, yeah, the Suns were Suns were 20 of 40 from three tonight. They're 50% from three. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and by comparison, the Bucks were... 9 of 31. So, yeah. Exactly. And then, the Sun starters are playing insane minutes. Booker 44, eight and 42, Chris Paul 41, Bridges 38, Crowder 37.
5: I mean, it's the NBA Finals. This is when you have to play. And I love it. They've had some rest, man. They had a couple of games, a couple of games off, or a couple of days off. hmm So, they went to six games the Clippers. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Nah, uh, Giannis played really well tonight again. Um, Middleton had a rough rough game 1 of 6 from 3 11 points he was minus 15 dude yeah. his plus minus was minus 15 that is horrible if you're a second best player all star is minus 15 in the yeah. final game and you lose by 10 what was Drew
5: Holiday? he probably went
1: um looking. Holiday horrible. was had 17 points 1 of 3 from 3 39 minutes he only had 7 assists yeah it wasn't great as well. They
5: were force feeding him the ball in the first half. He hit like his first two, two or three shots, and then couldn't do anything. But I'm surprised he isn't doing as well as he is. I said this on the last time I was on the pod, and I was like, I'm waiting for this guy to step up when they need him. Like, yeah, he he's stronger and more physical than Chris Paul. Like, I want him to do a, like a little post, you know, hesitation, and then go to the post move, like right right, right. hand layup, just. He's throwing it off the backboard. I was going to text you guys. He's looking like me out there. Just throwing up <laughs> wide open layups off the friggin' side of the backboard. But, I don't know. I, I hope he plays well because I want to see this series go deeper than it might end up being. <laughs> just annoys
4: me that I think every single team the Suns have played this entire series has been a better team than the Suns. <laughs> like, every single team if they're at full health, I think is better than the Suns that they beat. It's definitely close. They've like, Lakers, Nuggets, and Clippers. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, but they, you got to give them credit. They are there, too. and their health are not. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, series gets back to Milwaukee now. I feel like you're going to have the cliche, like, you're going to have the Middleton game. Like, Middleton's going to have a game oh, where yeah. he goes off. Mm-hmm. Giannis is going to keep doing. The thing is, like, you want to say they're going to like Giannis is going to have a game where he just goes off and controls the game, but like, what did he have tonight? I mean, like, he, he had, four, had he forty-two. Had yeah. yeah, like that's <laughs> you. You did it. You contained Giannis. Like he was making everything tonight. I mean, I don't know. Like, what what more can you ask of Giannis than what yeah. he did tonight? You
5: have to have Middleton and Giannis outscore like the role players and the like because they're the only. Uh, offensive generators, like right. unless you have Bobby Porter's coming in and hitting ten or fifteen, like there aren't many heat yeah. check guys in the Bucks that are, that are going to come in and get you buckets. No, like you can't really like Pat Connaughton.
1: Well, like, yeah, Connaughton had like Connaughton he, was four of nine from three tonight, fourteen points. Yeah,
5: he's solid. He's okay. Like,
1: he's, he was minus fourteen though on the court it, tonight. There he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's okay. Like
5: he'll he'll put the ball sometimes in the hoop, but he's not going to be a lockdown guy. So it's it's tough. I'm I'm really hoping that the the home crowd gives them a rejuvenation of energy and physicality that they can bring to the table. Because Dario Sarge is out. So. Yeah, true. They have Brook Lopez and Giannis. They're huge.
1: I was I was thinking after game one that this series might be closer than it seemed. Because after game one, everyone's like, maybe the Suns win this in four. But yeah. after kind of looking into it a little bit more, I was like, okay, maybe the Suns played really well and the Bucks played really bad and it was still kind of close. Like, maybe the Bucks are going to do some things that make this series a lot closer. And then, I don't know, after tonight, it's kind of like, Giannis said 42. Like...
5: Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, the thing that Stewart said earlier about, like, that uh, he doesn't know if the Suns would beat any of the teams. Like, ta- like, talent-wise, they may not be better, but, like, chemistry-wise, the Suns are, like, so much better than the Lakers were this year. Yeah. Like, the Lakers sucked. Like, they couldn't... They would have, like... Eight minute possessions, like in third quarters or fourth quarters, where they would have like no points and like the offense would be stagnant. But the the Suns are whipping the ball around, like making awesome passes and making really really solid like shots, like really good shots. So, For sure. That's the thing. That's like the reason that they're getting ahead and staying ahead in these games.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, they're playing. They're just playing really well as a as a team right now. Yeah. Um. Anything that we think maybe the Bucks need to start doing. To have like what besides obviously making shots like that's like Middleton needs to play better holiday needs to play better like I don't know Stuart you kind of said it earlier with like the hedges on the screens like do they need to be more aggressive do they need to go small I like I'm looking at their team like I don't know what other options they have
5: yeah I don't know if going small is the right thing for them like obviously Brooke Lopez is gonna get burned whenever they get switched on like whenever Chris Paul gets switched on to him in a pick and roll because it happens every time like right They'll do a little dribble handoff at the top of the key, and then Chris Paul have the ball in Aiden. He'll do, he'll set up Aiden perfectly for the pick and roll, and then throw a lob, and then two points. So I, part of me wants to say you go small, but part of me says you just got to stay big with Brooke Lopez and win the like the points in the paint and win. Like if they didn't shoot like 25 for 30 percent from the three point line tonight, they could have made it a lot closer and made it a tighter game. But yeah. I thought they had a solid game plan. They just need to make their shots.
1: I don't know if you can count on those guys though to make these shots. Like that's what I'm worried about for the Bucks. Well, like,
5: yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I yeah. agree with you. you know, <laughs> I, I'm not telling you that confidently. That, like it's gonna happen. Right. but That's what that, they need to do. True. I
4: oh, don't know. I just find it so hard to have a superstar that can't really shoot. Yeah. yeah like fun. he does. He did score 42. Yeah, but and to
1: your point, one of five from three. What? Yeah,
4: but <laughs> what he shouldn't take. He shouldn't. He shouldn't known. take a single three-point exactly. shot in its game yeah. exactly and what, well, what he should do is Peyton's like next three. year every single season the first 20 games he should be able to shoot like three four threes <laughs> a game and if he proves he can shoot them then he should continue yeah. and if yeah, not you should just wait till next year and try again yeah
5: it's honestly crazy how often the Bucks guards just fail them in the playoffs like last three or four years like it I don't know if it's like I'm not saying it's the system but like it's happened that drew Holiday seemed to underperform a little bit mm-hmm. Poor Giannis. Makes Middleton like- too. Middleton's Mid- been all like he's really streaky. Yeah, he's really streaky. Oh,
1: he's very—he's way too streaky to be the number two for Giannis. Like Giannis needs exactly a much better shooter, in
4: my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I I just personally don't like how the Bucks are playing their offense. Yeah, you you were t- telling
5: me earlier like it's really ISO oriented. It's
4: ISO oriented and to watch Jay Crowder, oh like. Be pushing on Giannis and allow Giannis to catch a, like the three point line. Yeah, get in the paint. Yeah, and score every single bucket. If <laughs> yep. they're gonna put Jay Crowder on you, get fouled every single time. But yeah,
1: there's no reason he should be out of the three point like, line at all. Right. Like, no. like,
4: Crow- Drake Crowder's playing all of his minutes. I mean, the four, right? Like, most
5: like in the starting lineup, he's playing the four. Yeah.
1: So, well, that might be the that might be my only thing. Is like, maybe they should go small and have you Gian- like Giannis play the five. And you kind of force Aiden to guard him and be like, "You're gonna go and you're like we're gonna get you in foul trouble, or we're gonna like yeah start to shoot." I don't know. I That's guess
5: thing, Aiden doesn't really get in foul trouble. He's really smart for sure,
1: like, for sure. He's but then Giannis should to be able really, to dominate him down low.
5: Yeah, I mean, Giannis is one of those dudes, man. He's gonna get his he's gonna get his breath. for sure, for and sure. It's just hey, like making the other guys miss their shots, and they yeah. did their job tonight. So.
1: No, and you're I guess you're right, Shane. Like this all comes down to the point that there's like. If the Bucks make their shots, we'd talk about their offense in a much different light. So much. Yeah. Like, like
5: if, if Mikael Bridges didn't hit, like, three of his threes tonight, like, if he went, like, one for six out of three for six or something, you know, like, we'd be yeah. talking about a little different. But For sure. Kudos um, to the Suns.
1: Yeah, anything else? Or do we just want to get to these top 20s? Down to get to the top
4: twenty. All right, let's cool.
1: get to the top 20. So, how, I feel like we start at one for each of us. Do we want to go? Sure.
5: Yeah,
4: so I like that.
5: I have two different... Lines in my top like 20. tiers, yes. Okay, so they're tiers. So
1: I have t- top three, and then oh wow, you have a break at top three. Yep, okay, break I'm interested to see what your top three is, and then a
5: break at 11. Okay, from 11 to 12, it's a break.
4: I I think I have the 11 to 12 break. So my it's only close. my it's only 11,
5: to top 11 players, I think yet. there's
1: a clear top 11, and then Shine. I was talking about you with you, I was talking about <laughs> this with you yes. earlier, correct. I Chris Paul is my twelve. Correct. And before this playoffs, he's nowhere close to twelve for me. Like he's oh. in the top twenty probably. Yeah. But he catapults to twelve for me, and he I think you could like for me, I could make it you can make an argument that boosts him inside that elite group of eleven.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll we'll get there when we get okay. there. We'll get there okay. when we get there. Jack, go for it first. My top number one
1: should we do, you want, you want yeah, to do three? Deep,
5: yeah, let's do top three. I think that's, because my I it's think to be too different.
1: I think my I tier gap not. is four. Uh, What's your
5: top, you go first. You go uh, first. No, no, I no, want to no,
1: hear no. where your top three is. Because you said you have a top three tier. Yes. What is it?
5: Number one, best player, top player for 2022. This is what the.
1: Okay, yeah, we have to preface this first. Sorry, Correct. we forgot to do this. This is going into next season, who we want to try to win a championship. Yeah, the
5: best players for 2022. Yes. Going into next season. Okay.
1: Not who was the best player this season. Not who's the best player for the next five years. This is going into next 2022. season.
5: 2022, yeah. Number one, Kevin Durant. He's the best player. He showed himself in the playoffs. He's the best. Number two, LeBron James. I was thinking of people to put ahead of him, but I, you know, there's a, it's a short list, and I couldn't do it. So he's number two. And then Steph Curry, number three. Interesting. And after that, there's a drop-off. Because after, these people, these three guys... Are locks for playoffs. Like if if Clay Thompson wasn't hurt and they weren't like in shambles this year, they would have been in the playoffs, mm-hmm. making a deep run. All three of these guys are locks for deep playoff runs. That's
1: okay, so three. I have I have four okay. that I'm going to give you. Okay, and three your three are in my four. I would have been but so
5: I'm so mad if you didn't
1: include <laughs> Steph. I'm going to add one. I in my the guy that I'm adding is at two for me. Okay. So I have KD at one. I agree. I think KD is the best player. Stuart, I know you disagree, but I have KD at one. I have LeBron at three, and I have Steph at four. My two is (laughs) Luka. Oh my God. I am very confident with it, too. Dude,
5: my brother would
1: love you. I am so confident with Luka at two. Where's Luka? Well, we we can get to that later. But yeah, if I'm going into next season, I'm taking Luka Gonch's second. Over LeBron
5: James and Steph Curry. Yeah. He's <laughs> like 33% from three, bro. Just,
1: I
4: don't Steph care. Steph Curry shoots 50%. I, my number one is LeBron because... Totally, totally understandable. I just Fair. personally think he... I take his smarts yeah. and his NBA IQ sometimes over his skill. His understanding of when you need to press, when you need to relax, when you got to get the other players involved, when you need to take your shots. I just personally... I don't think anyone does it better, and that's why he's been in so many championships. Yeah.
5: Another thing, just to add on, I know I didn't have this take, but just to add on to yours. He's gonna have a first, his first off season, like in a while again. Like he, where is at Where he's not recovering grinding. from an injury. Yeah, he's just got. Like, he just lost, and he's recoup, like recouping all his energy, and he's gonna come back hungry. Continue. So.
4: Um. Basically. So LeBron won. I have KD two. Okay. I have Steph three. Man. do you, you have a tear gap after th- that?
5: Do you think it's a break drop off from there talent wise? I do. A little bit.
1: Really? I do. I'm not saying are, that all the rest are bums. You guys but... are that anti Luca. Dude, Luca's
4: my number seven. My man, same here. Really? Bro. Yes, my man.
1: Bro, after watching what he did by himself in that Clipper series, I Yeah, but he didn't win, bro. He won two games. They won three. It no, went they to seven, didn't it?
5: No, it went to six. They won the first two and they lost the match four.
1: Really? Yep. Still, I think... Oh, wait, no, wait. Maybe they did I'm go sure to 7 they did go to seven. They, did, they definitely Oh, they set. did. That's right. They, they went to seven, right. and he's playing against... They might have lost the four. Kawhi and Paul George. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I agree,
5: dude. I, he's... I'll give him all his flowers, but I don't think he's... Uh,
1: he's probably not, but I... That's, I think, where I... I, I gotcha. Go. I'd... I, and I'd probably... I'd feel good about it, too. I'm... I'm... The only problem I have with LeBron is I think he needs a two. Like I think at he needs a really career. good two. Yeah,
5: at this point in his career, you're probably right.
1: That's that's what I'm saying. Like going into next year, I think LeBron needs a really good two. And I'm like, if we're so doing this, Kevin Yeah.
5: So do all these guys to win a championship. Yeah, that's to win works. a
1: championship, they all do. But I think Durant could go further without it. Like I think if this, they have the same that's roster, what we just showed us yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I, that's
5: LeBron didn't do it. And KD did. Yes. That's why I had a ranked higher. That, that I agree.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. My who's your so, who's your guys' is four. You guys didn't do fours.
5: Okay. I'll do um. I'll do. You gonna do four through seven or four through eleven?
1: Let's go four to eleven because that's I think where we all have, we all have a tier gap after eleven, right? So we all have
5: the same eleven guys, one hundred percent. I would be shocked if we had different elevens.
1: So yeah, me four, too.
5: Number four to eleven. I'm just gonna read it off. Jokic, Dame. Giannis, Luca, Kawhi, James Harden, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid.
1: Okay. Same. I have the same guys. Do you have the same guys? I do. Okay, definitely. And different. Oh, yeah.
4: a lot different order. <laughs> Go uh, ahead. Yeah. So I have Kawhi at four, Giannis at five, James Harden six, Luca seven, Dame eight, Jokic nine. Joel Embiid 10, Anthony Davis 11. Gotcha. fair. That's fair, yeah.
1: Okay. We're going to need to put these out because I'm afraid the listeners won't be able to keep track. I'll yeah, well.
4: send you a picture Okay. or just yeah. mail it to you. Yeah, I can, so
1: can try see. to make a graphic that okay. looks semi-cool. Okay, so mine is – I have I have Steph at four. So my five is Giannis, Jokic 6, Kawhi 7, Dame 8, This is where it got really messy for me. You guys should see my piece of paper. There's so many erase marks. I have Harden 9 and Bead 10, Anthony Davis 11. And then, like I said, Chris Paul is my 12. Yeah, he's my 12 as well. He's your 12 as well. Okay. Stuart, we can get to your 12 in a minute.
5: We have. Can can we debate about this 11? Yes, Uh, that's why I said, yeah, let's. Yeah, you guys are incorrect. Um, (laughs) You guys both had Dame super low. He.
4: Uh, Dame at eight.
5: Yeah, he is the only player in the top eleven that's not in the top three that has the potential to be better than all of the top three. I he's the only one on the list. I don't care. Like I know, even if Luca's on fire, I'd rather have Dame taking the last shot than Luca.
1: You're one hundred percent right. So that's why no. I had him at five. But the only problem I have with Dame is, and I I'm the biggest. I'm I. I love Dame. I love. We're the talking about players individual
5: team. players here. We're not talking about their shitty teams.
1: Yes, but look at what Jokic <laughs> did with his shitty team, and look what. That's
5: why I have Jokic above Dame.
1: Okay, and then look what Kawhi did with the Raptors with his shitty team. He won. We're talking finals. about 2022. That's what, yeah, true. But that's why I'm saying, like, I think. So you'd rather have my? I will read it to you. Where again. is Dame? for I you? mean,
4: looking at my list, I wouldn't put Dame higher. Just because. Where do you have Dame? Eight. eight.
1: I have Dame at eight on mine. He's five, bro. He's you great. have him at five. I mean Amos I would rather take... have Giannis than Dane or you'd rather have Dane than Giannis yes 100% Giannis can your Dane
5: can put the ball <sighs> in the
1: hoop from any freaking
2: yeah D- you're right I, but, but Giannis affects I know, I know, every I, aspect I know, of the game
5: I know but I'm just saying I would rather have Damian Lillard
1: and that's I, I have a tough time disagreeing with you because of how much I love Dane but I'm but trying I, to be unbiased but only here.
5: I understand you guys as like Giannis has had better teams than than uh, no you're, right, you're right
4: and that's a fact you're right I just am I also just, adding defense into my consideration. I know, hey, that,
5: that's that's why I have Giannis over Luka. Which like that's the only reason I've Giannis. But, but
4: over. how could So how come you have you have Giannis over Luca?
1: Because of defense, but then Giannis doesn't go above Dame. Right, because Dame's done it for like 10 years, bro. But Dame doesn't play defense either. That's the problem with Dame. But Dame has. I just explained to you Dame is the only player
5: in the top 11 that has the ability to be better than everybody else in the NBA. Luka doesn't have it. I mean, he kind of does, but he doesn't have it at the level Dame does.
4: Luka has. I would disagree and say Luka has way more potential than Dame. Because he can score just as efficiently. Not
5: no, that's incorrect. He cannot score just as efficiently. He but he rebounds
4: like... way more, and he, he gets way more assists.
5: He does rebound more and does get a little bit more assists. But I'd rather have Damian Lillard. He's
4: that's fair.
1: I I it's fair. I just I feel we're, like we're picking nits here. Exactly right? because this, I really think there's a cutoff at eight. For me, for me, there's a tier gap at eight. I Life. think Dame is in that up, uh, upper echelon and I think Harden and Bede and AD are in their I feel their like
5: own. Anthony Davis is like he he is so skilled. Where do you have AD? He's 10. But Yeah. He, he's 11 for me. He 11 for me. could be um so much higher. Like if but he, that's the thing if he was healthy and the Lakers were just pooping on everybody he would be top 7.
1: He's probably top 5 for most people in sure. Sure. If shit. Sure. They, if they're in the Sure uh, I'm just being Yeah games. no you're right you're right.
5: Like a lot of this is recency, but also like.
1: But I'm can't we say that it. for anyone in the top? Can, can we all agree that anyone in our top eleven could be a top four, five player? With a championship. Yeah, with I think I think that's, that run. Yeah. I think it's re. I think there is a lot of recency right, bias that's here. That's why I really try that's to not That's why I think Chris Paul
4: is going to be higher on everybody's list than what he truly is. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think when me and Shane, like, what's he for you? Just say what 15. number team. And us at 12, I think we're going to get... It's
5: honestly not that bad if we're within three for every player. No. Like, we're all, we've are all we all been within th- at least three at every but player. But
1: we're going to get killed for having CP3 that low. That's what I'm saying. Is right now, I think we're all in agreement that we're fine. S- Simmons and Rosillo said he should be no lower than seven. <laughs> that shocked no, me.
5: The thing about CP3 is he...
1: I think he needs a good support. Like he has to have the guys, because he can uh, elevate guys, yes, but he has to have those other guys to elevate. Yeah, he
5: hasn't been the number one. No, exactly in the NBA. Like all these other guys that had him. That yeah, I don't agree with their take there. Was no, I even, don't either. Was he? he might number be the best one leader.
4: On. Was he even the number one on? Yeah, he um, on the
5: Clippers, he was on. The, he was the number one on just about every team except for the Rockets.
4: Rockets and um, like this team, he Oklahoma might not be City. the
5: one. He was on the. Are you kidding me? Who? Is Paul S. George. Uh, he, is he the number one on this he team? Didn't play with Paul George.
4: Yeah,
1: he did on the Thunder, I'm pretty sure.
5: Oh oh that's right. They played one season together. But did yeah, I don't think
1: he's the that. I don't think he's the one on this team. No. Booker's the one score. Like Chris Paul's definitely of, like, the leader, but Booker is the go to score.
4: Well, yeah,
5: potentially that's the, yeah, that's position he plays, but but CP three's been scoring the ball. Like, yeah, that's true. It's really hard to just be like, Oh, he's the number one on this team, because like, there's they just spread the ball around and everyone does it. Like yeah. Yeah, I mean Devin Booker's really gifted, but Chris Paul's also like doing setting everybody up to make the shots. Yeah,
1: no, no, I I agree, but I'm just saying like I thought we were talking about like as a
4: one, but whatever, that doesn't matter.
5: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I th- I I take him as the one.
4: I haven't ranked higher in the league, so I think he's. A we should do 12 through 15 because I feel like that's where it starts getting interesting.
1: Can we just do? We just want to give. Can we give each of us 12 through 20? Just yeah. finish the list, and we'll okay. we'll make- pick from there. Do you want to sure. start? Sure. Stewart, this is where I right, and is is I'm I'm going unreal. to say
4: this first person, unreal. Based on every single person having Harden in their top ten and him practically being the same player, introducing Bradley Beal at number. Oh, 12. that's horrible, Stewart. And number eighteen for me. Number thirteen, Donovan Mitchell. <sighs> okay. Thirteen. Mitchell. I don't know how you could really argue Mitchell. Keep going. The Keep last going. Two playoffs, Keep going. Fourteen, Jason Tatum. Okay. Fifteen, Chris Paul. 16. Jimmy Butler, 17. Kyrie Irving, 18. Zach Levine, 19. Devin Booker, 20. Zion Williamson.
1: There's one guy you're missing, and there's n- no reason he should not be on your list. Is Trey Young?
4: Oh my god! You tell me he's
5: better
1: than Paul George? For me, <laughs> I have Trey Young at 13. What? What? The <laughs> <That> f- <laughs> what do you mean a- he just went to the conference god, finals? Well, oh my god. <laughs> he just went to the
5: conference oh, finals. Yeah, he did. We told. Oh my gosh. No, what? What? Say it. Bruh, he didn't even make my top twenty. He's really, really, really good. He
1: didn't make both of your guys his top twenty. No. Oh my god. I wanna see him do it
5: next year, bro. I'm taking Oh
1: my gosh. I'm
5: taking a lot of these other guys over him. I disagree. He made he, he was twenty third for me.
1: I okay. Who's your go your your twelfth right. through twenty. Twelve.
5: Chris Paul. Thirteen. Zion Williamson. Wow. yeah. Fourteen, Jason Tatum. 15 Paul George, 16 Devin Booker, 17 Donovan Mitchell, 18 Bradley Beal, 19 Jimmy Butler, and 20 Kyrie.
1: Okay, other than the Trey Young thing, mine's literally the exact same. I have 12 or almost the exact same. I have 12 Chris Paul, 13 I have Trey Young, 14 I have Tatum, 15 I have Booker, 16 Mitchell, 17 Paul George, 18 Jimmy Butler. 19, Kyrie. 20, Zion. Zion is low as heck for you guys. He
4: is... He was 20 for me as well. He hasn't been to the playoffs. Yeah, but I'm... So, no, okay. no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. How can it's you be second year, to bro? go to the playoffs if you've never been there? Like, uh, to win it. Exactly.
5: I'm just saying, bro. I'm t- I'd rather have... Yeah, I'd rather have Zion.
4: I wouldn't be surprised if he averages he's gonna 30 average points 50, a game. He's averaging shooting 50 and 50 next sure, year.
1: Sure, that's fine, but he's not been to the playoffs.
5: We're talking
4: about for 2022.
1: Correct.
5: Zion is going to be an absolute force next year. I'm sorry.
1: That's fair, but I want what I've seen from Trey Young in the playoffs rather than the guy that I've not seen in the playoffs. The
4: only pick I'm upset that I made was Jimmy Butler. I think he's washed. Nah,
1: he
5: did it all in the regular season. He was like the only person who was consistent for them all year. I don't think he's washed. He was 19 for me.
1: He's 18 for me. (laughs) You have
5: to give him some props for what he
4: did last year. He was 16 for me. Yeah, So okay, high. so I'm high on Trey Young. Yeah, I'm What's, high let's on Bradley Beal. You're high because on Beal. I think if he went to any other team, that's he so would fair. I'd be just dis- like literally killing people.
5: I had that thought as well because like so, Mitchell, yeah. Booker, and Tatum were all a third. Like those three guys, I was like, who in the hell am I going to put first? Like those guys are all like, I don't know like how I'm going to see. Reckon, I just throw Trey in that group. Yeah, I guess I should have to, but I.
1: Because uh... I think Trey's the same player. I think he's in that group as them. I
5: think you're. I think you're right. After what he showed us in the, this playoffs, like, yeah, you're probably right. But
1: that's and that's fair. But my and my thing, my only thing with Beal is that I think he's putting up these big numbers because he's the only guy like on that team. Like, I think he was just forced to take a bunch of shots. I do agree. I think we probably have a better perception of him. Like, if he can still score a lot on a team that wins. Like, it goes deep in the just playoffs. See how he
5: plays on a team that wins.
1: I yeah. just want like,
4: him to go to the heat.
1: That's the thing is, we haven't seen him. Like, he's, he's only been a bad... on
5: the Wizards. Like He's Jam- been a
1: bad team good stats guy for I know. his entire career. Like,
5: everyone thinks Jeremy Grant's, like, as good as LeBron James because he's putting up 25 and 10 on right. the yeah. Pistons. That's what I was thinking. So, it's, like, really hard to judge the guys that are on shitty teams. How, how did, Z- Z- how
4: did Zion not make Team USA over freaking Kevin Love? You know how electric that would I think that Zion
1: probably been. did. He just...
5: I don't know
4: how can Kevin Love's on the freaking team. That's strange. strange. That would have been I saw him on the, to Z Zion in that one. Did
1: he? Did he decline it? Maybe. He's probably training, dude. He's yeah. He needs to
4: cut
1: weight. Okay, can we talk about that? Um, you brought it up that the Tatum Booker Mitchell. Dude. Yeah. Because those three were the those three are Tatum, right in a row for Booker, me. Booker Mitchell. Okay. Are they I in a had, row for you, sir?
4: I had yeah. So oh, he I had Mitchell wait, higher than I do. I Donovan Mitchell Jason Tatum, then like a gap of four than Booker really
1: right. I've been really impressed with what Booker's been able to do this these uh, this postseason yeah, that's good. obvious I guess because the Suns have, have made it on this big run
5: he kind of did it all the, all the regular season too like he got to his spot and made his shots yeah. all year
1: but so yeah I go Tatum, Booker, Mitchell
5: same that's same
1: really me. and they, I really like Mitchell too dude that's the thing Yeah, that's the I,
5: thing I think the reason that I have Jason Tatum... uh, Like, I think I could flip Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker. And, like, if I had it flipped... Like, if someone flipped it on my hard drive before I came in here, I would have read you the list and not even batted an eye about it. But, like... (laughs) I think Jason Tatum's a little bit better than both of them. Because, like, he won a game against the Nets. Like, let us not forget, like, the Celtics, without Jalen Brown, without, like, anyone else... Or, uh... Jason Tatum beat the Nets. Yeah. Like, come on. He's yeah. he dropped like 50 in that game. He's I, so talented.
4: I just personally think that Devin Booker's not really that close to either of them yet. Like, I think even though he's playing in the NBA Finals and I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people that I think are yeah, true true that are not playing in the NBA Finals, but I just personally think the The output and the... Like, I still don't look at Devin Booker as a superstar yet. I think he is still a star getting there. Like, I think he's still a year away before he's consistently, like, just dominating people. Where I look at Devin Booker and I'm like... Or Donovan Mitchell, I'm like, wow. Like, you actually... Like, every single time he touches the ball he could create something and same with Jason Tatum More like Devin Booker. I see quarters where he's timid still like he's, yeah. he still doesn't have that it quite yet where you see flashes of it, but it's just not That's engulfed fair. his full game. That's fair. That's fair.
1: Yeah. I, I, similar to what you were saying, I could have, I could have Trey at 16 and I'd like, for me, I'd be fine with that. You so you're telling me, Trey Young is better than Jimmy Butler. I think I'd rather have Trey Young on my team than Jimmy Butler. Yes, I agree. <sighs> Man, that's you. You that's that's fine.
5: So I had like a few questions like um, that I had like to prepare for this, but like I guess we can swap Trey Young instead of Kyrie. Like I had a yeah. question: Who's better, Jimmy Butler or Kyrie? Because I was flipping between those guys.
1: They're right next. They're. 19... Or 18 and 19, in my rankings. Yeah, they
4: were 16
5: 17. 19 and 20 for me, and I think we all had Jamie Butler above Kyrie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think... It's just kind of crazy. Kyrie right? is a little... I, I don't think... I think th- this is probably right around where he should be, but I think a lot of people overrate him. Like, I think if a lot of people make this list, he's in their top, like... Kyrie's in a lot of people's probably top 12. And yeah. I don't think he belongs in there at all. No,
5: that's true. I, I, yeah. I, I think we're
1: having him accurately rated just because of, like... How flaky he is mentally, right. and he <laughs> seems just, like he's always played. He always had to have a star, except when he was in Boston, and yeah. then he flakes on Boston. Right, and yeah, when he exactly. when he was when he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the guy.
4: Yeah, and they he was like, suspended. "You can't play.
1: He's he's always been
5: just an incredible bucket getter, though, and that's what's oh, kept for sure. everyone been like. Holy crap, Kyrie's the best point guard in the league because he's an absolute bucket. Best for handles sure. for by far, but I don't know. I I think he's twentieth. Not, I don't know. Man. Yeah. Kyrie that's... or Trey, I don't know. Trey is so good.
1: I, I could put I'll just do I'll Zion I'll put Zion up to seventeen. Above Paul George. So George is eighteen, butler's nineteen, Kyrie's twenty for me. Yeah. And guess... Zion goes up there and then I'll move yeah.
5: Yeah. I guess I was a
4: little bit I will move Zion from twenty to fifteen. Yes. Chris Paul back to 16 and Devin Booker to 20.
1: So what were the questions that you had? Because that's, I, I agree. I'm, I'm looking on that. Beal versus Mitchell. I'd take, yeah, I'd I mean, take this isn't even a question for me. I'd take
4: Mitchell, but. I mean, 20. I have them at 12 and 13. Yeah,
1: that's why I,
5: yeah, I had this written down. Beal and Mitchell are 17 and 18 for me. And I had Mitchell better. Just because he's done it on a better team in the playoffs before.
4: Yeah, I might be... I've never Just seen he... Bradley Beal hit clutch shots in the playoffs. Yeah, But, but you... he's never been there. Right, so. but you haven't seen anyone
5: besides Jonathan Mitchell hit step-back threes for 50 points or 40 points like eight times in the playoffs. Exactly. Like, he's such a... Yeah, I'd take Mitchell 100%. I, I think I'm taking Donnie, Donnie Boy. And then, we already kind of talked about this, but I had Luka versus Giannis.
1: Yeah, I'd take, I'd take Luka. Yeah. I, mostly because of his shooting, and, or, like, yeah. I trust him to, because, uh, like, especially with these guys in the top 11, like we said, it's, it's most, like, I, those guys, it's such, like, because those are the guys that are taking the shots at the end of the games, mm-hmm. and for, like, ideally for the finals, and, like, I just trust Luca to get a bucket more than I trust right. Zion, or uh, Giannis. Exactly. I
5: absolutely, like, agree with that argument of it, but, like, for the first three quarters of the game... I'd rather have Giannis. That's just fair. Just cuz like he That's fair. like be- athletically like physically he can get the buckets and like demoralize the other teams like and, yeah. get him in foul trouble just uh, all the other things that I don't know if I don't know.
1: But that goes back to my like I bring this up all the time now. But like my Giannis compared to like Lamar Jackson is I'm yeah, taking uh, those yeah. guys for the first three quarters. I'm taking those guys for the regular season. Yeah. but in the fourth quarter I want someone else and I think that's yeah, what but Giannis has
5: just been paired up with guys who can't get it done on the offensive end like right but shouldn't so... he be the
1: one that gets it done in the fourth quarter on the offensive end if he's the best player I don't know I feel like we
5: didn't hold it against Shaq for having like being a bum can't put the ball in the jump shot they
3: said the he should
4: like 39 free throws in a game yeah, yeah. no that's, that's fair in the like, finals but, but I don't consider I don't Shaq that... the, the go Or well no no, no no I'm not I don't consider
5: yeah, yeah, Giannis yeah. the go either I just think that we can't. We shouldn't be criticizing him for not being able to drain threes or hit jump shots because he's so forceful in every yeah. other aspect.
4: That's fair. I have a question. It's definitely fair. With as hyped as LeBron is for the Suns to get this playoff, does he deserve a ring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's
1: tweeting. They're like, LeBron's gonna like hop on a parade float when the Suns win. <laughs> he should <laughs> be like,
4: he, I won this title. They bring their managers around, and LeBron's <laughs> yeah. practically CP 3s manager. So
1: no i think the thing with all with these lists though and it's why it's so fun and i encourage the listeners to like if you have a problem make your own list oh yeah because and send it in please send it in i do want to see those if you want to make your own list but it's so hard when you actually sit down and that's like Rossillo and simmons did their top 40s like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and i was like as they're reading them off i have problems with them and then i started to do it myself and i was like you basically just have to choose a route and stick with it. Like, I'm going to respect these guys because of this, and I'm not, like... Yeah. Because once you rank one guy ahead of... Like, there's so many arguments to be... Like, especially in this top, like, the elite elite group. It's, like, there's just, like, situations where I'm, like... I mean, there's times where I think Kawhi's the best player in basketball. Like, when he goes off... When he goes off and wins those games against... Especially against Dallas, like, I'm, like...
5: Yeah, or the the uh, the jazz. Oh, when for sure. When they turned around that series, he was like mixing everybody up.
1: And he's not only doing that offensively, but then he's guarding the best player on defense he too. And locking steals, them down. putting his hands. Yeah, in there. he's so good. Same yeah. with Jokic. I have Jokic at I have Jokic at six. Yeah. And I feel like and he won the MVP. Like mm-hmm. he was the best player all season. Yeah, he's my four. Fair. But he's my nine. Like, dude, he's the best
5: passer in basketball behind LeBron. And he's seven feet tall. But that's my thing. Is all <laughs> like we're picking. Picking, what did you say earlier?
1: Like picking this, picking knits, yeah, yeah, like that's what we're doing with these guys, and that's why this is, fun, yeah. yeah.
5: My brother did a top twenty or like a top twenty, or he did a top forty actually because he wanted to figure out um, how many people he could get before he thought Westbrook was the next player up. So he got to forty-five, but um, that's fair. So he did his top twenty or top twenty-five or whatever from last year, and it's so different. Oh, I bet. So I'm like. If we do this every year, I'm sure it'll be just hilarious to see. Like,
1: who's is 10 through 15 last year?
5: Or no. I mean, I'll just yeah, read yeah. it. I'm just going to read it for you. 1. I'll just go 1 through 20. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. LeBron, KD, Steph. Pretty solid top three. Didn't change. 4 through 13. We'll do that. Kawhi, AD, Dame, Jokic, Luka, Giannis, Jimmy Butler, James Harden, Jason Tatum, and Embiid. Okay, so not too much. Jimmy Butler's yeah, a little high. But uh, after, um, he was on everyone's last year yeah. this time. They so went he, to the finals. So here's 14 through 20. Uh, Clay Thompson, Chris okay. Paul. Sorry on Clay. I could. He could be. He. Oh, he's he, he's honorable mention number two on my list. Yeah. Yeah. So fifth. Uh, 14 is Clay Thompson. 15, Chris Paul. 16, Kyrie. Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Middleton, Kyle Lowry, and Ben Simmons. So nice. all those guys just completely fell off and got replaced by Booker, Mitchell, Tatum. Yeah. Like all those guys or whatever. So next year we'll see what happens but this is our 2022 list and I'm, I'm proud of my list. Me too. I'm taking it to the grave.
1: Hey, so here's what I think we should do now. So I've had this top 20 idea for a while for us. Um, when I come back because we're not doing another pod until August. Um... This one's going to be... This pod's going to be, like, two hours until so, August, yeah. so... But I think when I when we come back... Bef- sometime before football season, because during football season, we... Like, me and the normal game track guys, like, we do two pods a week, like, mm-hmm. with football, because that's kind of our... Yeah. I think before that, we should do a restart NF- or NBA draft, because we've done that for the NFL now two years in a row. It's one of my favorite things we do for the NFL, because I love pretending to be a GM. If, yeah, I think we do that for the NBA. We get Sam maybe one other guy Cole I know would love to do it because yeah. me and him talk about that all the time and we draft if the NBA restarted today and you're building a team for the next five years or yeah. something like that gotcha. we draft a team because yeah, I think that's interesting five, you get all the yeah.
5: Players? Yeah. oh so the teams are
4: stacked yeah but oh, we, yeah. But
1: I, I want to see where guys go no, that'd, that'd be yeah. awesome
4: that'd be sweet if we hosted our fantasy football draft on the pod
1: I've thought about doing that the only problem is
4: you couldn't hear a bunch of people
1: no, and there's like, no, I don't really think people would care until like, yes, a podcast. It.
4: <laughs>
1: especially after like. Two hours. The, yeah. uh, especially after like the first round. People